0: Can you be quiet, please?
1: Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live.
2: How's everybody doing?
1: East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty 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 everywhere.
3: Clip. Hey man, good to see you, brother.
4: You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Uh, give me a sack. Sack. Yes. <laughs> How about those friggin'
2: pirates? Give it me, and there's a Garcia. Puedes pintar este violeta.
1: Y'all are intimidating guys. I'm saying y'all are famous. Y'all are celebrity type guys, and that's intimidating. Now, live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock.
4: Hello, everybody. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930 online, PR 927 FM. Dot com and we'd love for you to come hang out on facebook live and youtube give your thoughts on what is going on with pirate football pirate basketball approaching ecu baseball had a scrimmage yesterday we'll talk about that purple gold world series coming up next weekend so a little bit of everything coming up and we want to hear from you on facebook live and youtube give us a like a subscribe and we would really appreciate that all right coming up on today's show ellerby is here for the first uh segment we will recap the weekend talk pirate football and more coming up at four o'clock we'll recap that scrimmage uh east carolina and virginia virginia from sunday with dixon williams former conley viking a current east carolina infielder we'll talk to dixon about how the offseason is going and coming up uh after that bb brian bailey will join us his cowboys were off this week but he did see a pirate loss on saturday so we'll talk about that and more and jason nichols will join us you heard jason on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show on a saturday and uh, we'll talk more pirate football we'll, we'll try to find something to say that hasn't already been said about these one and six east carolina pirates chandler honeycutt running the audio today shirley dealing with a family situation and we are hoping and wishing the best for her we got joey on the video we got the big dog glenn griffin in the house as well and ellerby to
5: my left hello everyone hello clipper unfortunately man this is kind of tough coming in here on non-victory mondays isn't it Mm -hmm. you look kind of really down and out there clip what can we do to pick you up today not a lot Your college football team (laughs) that you spend hours covering stinks during the week and on the weekends is not doing well. Your professional team stinks that you get to watch on NFL Sundays is not doing well. Uh, Your professional baseball team got eliminated weeks ago. Are you at least? somewhat silently pulling for Jeff Hoffman and the Phillies to <laughs> no, maybe get a, to no, get a World Series ring? Never. No. Uh, no. Uh, I
4: if, would love Hoffman to get a ring, uh, but not with that group of, that he's with now.
5: What about uh, as Swansea started playing soccer? Uh, honestly, it, I hadn't
4: even paid attention. Uh, go Hurricanes, I guess. I, okay. don't even, I don't even know how they're doing. Go Canes. And go Canes. the Hornets will begin losing this week. So yeah, it's uh, for a guy that loves sports, that kind of bases his life and feelings on sports, It's uh, I've, I've been... Looking for shows to watch, looking for other options, Ellerby, because it is uh, slim pickings right now.
5: There's good times, there's bad times, uh, but uh, hopefully these times will will pass soon. But uh, there's a lot of questions around East Carolina football still, as the Pirates are still 1-6. and I kind of came up with three questions. All right, we got Ellerby's three questions. I like this. Ellerby's three questions. My first question is, I mean, you hear a lot of chatter, obviously, on Pirate Radio on the fifth quarter about, hey, if you fire Mike Houston, a lot of people want to remove the head football coach. Then, I mean, the the honest question is, who do you hire? You gotta have a plan. You gotta have a plan because uh, we've seen in history that we fired Steve Logan, and obviously got John Thompson. Did a national search, got John Thompson. Fired Ruffin McNeil, did a national search, got Scotty Montgomery. Now John Gilbert fired Joe Dooley, and immediately hired Mike Schwartz had somebody ready to go A ton of respect so um so that th- that's kind of like the, the question one so if you're out there if, if that's your solution to east carolina football is to fire the head coach then we really need the answer of who are you going to hire next mm-hmm. um and i think you know the second question is that you always hear what well, we can't afford to hire to fire the football coach you hear that chatter about Mike, because he's he's got an extension and his payout or whatever. But you you would think surely the people that gave him the extension, when they gave him the extension, they ran a worst case scenario of like, hey, look, we're not planning to go one in 11 after we gave this extension to him. But if we do, here's what we'll owe. Because that's just way, because we saw that East Carolina gave an extension to Jeff Confer and then we had a worst case scenario just a few months later had to fire him and then just recently I think this year finished paying off his contract. So uh, I think if there's a will, there's a way and I think you'll come up with the money. And then I guess the third question I have in all this about East Carolina football too is is the indoor practice facility the best use of funds? Is is that project something that the Pirates should maybe pause on right now? Uh, because that doesn't—is that going to bring the best players to East Carolina? And are you saying move all those funds into NIL? I'm just saying, would you be better off building a $3 million practice bubble and moving funds into buying players? Because if you bring recruits on campus and you show them a $20 million football facility— and then they get offered five or ten thousand dollars more to go to another school, you know, than than what's more valuable. So I, I just think um, I talked to a friend at the ball game this week who went to Austin, te- Texas last week for work, and he said the University of Texas only has a practice bubble. They do not. They invest their money in NIL. They just they don't. I mean, the ultimate. For an indoor practice facility, if the ultimate goal is to get out of the elements and practice, then I think a bubble can do that. I just don't know if we need – the way that the elements of college football are right now, that the most important thing to do is to fund NIL and to go out and, and find players. And uh, I think – I don't think a facility is going to get you the recruits that, sh- that you need. Yeah. So that,
4: that's- well, to answer that question, I would say yes, I, 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 but I don't think it's going to happen, but –
5: well, I just I think it's a legit. Qu- if you if you're sitting around and you're like, hey, what what is the best use of funds? What's going to make East Carolina a winner faster? Well, well, who is paid into those funds? The public, the the indoor practice yeah. facility? No, I mean I think it's all privately being funded is my understanding.
4: I mean, you'd have to go back to all those people and say, "Hey, we're going to move <laughs> you know.
5: It, well, I think I think it's a fair I think it's a fair conversation to who that John Gilbert, the athletic director, the board of trustees and the people whoever are heading up that like, wow, is this a project that we really really need to fund and move forward on or wh- are we better off Look, would we be better off to hey, look if we really need an indoor facility to get out of the elements and practice, we can build a bubble for X, which seems to be a lot cheaper. If we fund a lot more NIL money and we fill up the stadium because we're winning more football games, because I still believe this conference is a very winnable conference. I think there's there's really no, you know, there are reasons why East Carolina is in last place, but I feel like if you look at all the newcomers that are having success, including the one we're playing this weekend, it's really kind of tough to be watching East Carolina be at the bottom of the standings right now. East Carolina's been in the American. East Carolina should be better than where they are right now. So if East Carolina can go out and get better players, and it seems like the most important and only thing driving change and wins in college football right now is NIL, then uh, I I feel like that that the donors, I would think, if you were investing money, if you were spending X to go towards the indoor practice facility or X towards getting players and then X, which is going to help fill up the stadium more, which could help pay for the indoor (laughs) practice facility later.
4: Yeah, and, and there are still a lot of people who are uneasy and unwilling to give to NIL, and, and I understand it. I mean, wh- what about the people that have given to the NIL fund, and now they're sitting at one in six on the year? That it's not going to make people want to give more. It's going to make people want to give less. Well,
5: I think there's got to be clear goals and missions of what the the nil nil fund of what, of what yeah. we need. I think. I mean. Well, I mean, and and there is a big gray area because no one ever really. I mean, you hear what you know Dion son's making, and and we're not comparing or, or competing with all that or what Baycock makes at at UNC basketball, this and that. But I think I think through Mike Houston. He should know what he's competing against on the recruiting trail of if it comes down to player X and Y, why they chose, you know, A or B instead of East Carolina, you know, and and then it was because they got this to go there, you know, because I, I mean... East Carolina has nice facilities. We have, I mean, what a great turnout for the fans this past weekend. It could have been a lot better, obviously, if we'd have been 5-1 and one instead of 1-5. and five. But I think that's where you have to gather up all that information and saying, look, here's what we really have to get serious about and that we need to be paying X number of dollars per player per year and then uh, it t- t- to be at the best. And, I mean, right now, East Carolina has lost to Appalachian, Marshall, and Charlotte. Right. That, that's where i'm at where, it, which like, is like so what are they doing yeah you know they
4: can't be paying a ton more if, if not any more at all than we are that comes down to other problems with this football team which is identifying talent getting the talent in and making it better and and just the product we're putting on the field, X's and O's. We've got a Jimmy and Joe's and X's and O's problem apparently at this point.
5: Well, and I, and I think the other thing that everybody has to really buy into, and and nobody, I don't know if everybody can really adjust to this, but college football is really season to season. Everything is really temporary.
4: I, I've been saying that a while. And, and and you, but I mean, I think it's like, which is why I don't care about red shirts and G, like burn a red shirt. He's not going to be here for. Don't five care about
5: no. red shirts. Yeah. Don't really care about having long-term coaches contracts, in my opinion, either. Um, instead of I- extensions and raises maybe just give them bonuses for having a good year you know yeah. and, and then just and don't be locked in to where you're in a situation now where you owe 4 million dollars if you run a worst case scenario now if you if it's a worst case scenario and you have i mean you have the resources and money to buy that out then don't worry about it i mean that's what i mean you hear rumors texas a&m is probably not batting an eye at 70 million dollars to get rid of jimbo which yeah. is uh, you know uh, the, the other thing too is just 3 years ago Every athletic department in America was broke, furloughing, this and that. And now yet again, I've said I'll say it again today. Everybody is drunk and everybody's thinking, like, well, just write a check for four million. Just write a check for seventy million. You know, it's it's like it's kind of a weird, wild world. And I think you can't also get hung up on like, well, we lost million players to the portal well guess what you're gonna lose players to the portal but you got to gain players from the portal yeah. it's just it's just the game you're playing and you and you always when you recruit someone in you got to assume you got them for 12 games or you got them for spring football and then 12 football games and how are they going to be the best of your ability and you just you try to do the best you can and 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 pay them the best that you can and, and provide them the best you can but other than that you just got to figure out a how you have a very temporary relationship with them that whether it's you know 12 months, six months, 18 months, you know, or you get the rare Holt Nailers that you get four or five years out of, then then God bless us all, and that's been a fun ride. But I think that's the way of the world of how we live in college athletics, and I think that's the way we have to adapt, adjust, and uh, roll our sleeves up and figure out how to play the game better and the game being off the field as much as on the field
4: a few people answering your question three tyler says nil is important but uh and i agree but i put the money towards the indoor practice facility bubba said pulling funds from indoor practice facility for nil is the same short-sighted thinking that has led us to not having an indoor practice facility here in 2023
5: well what is the what is the goal of an indoor practice
4: facility what is the goal is it to just say we had one, is or it, is it really all about, like, the weather and actually being able to practice? Right. Is it more about just putting something nice on campus?
5: Right. Is, is it a building that someone can say, hey, I built that while I was here? I mean, is, is, it, is it, as you said, when there's lightning, can they get out of the weather and practice? And then I think you could spend a $3 million yeah. on a bubble— and not have to spend twenty-five million because what would you rather? I mean, what would you rather look at—a twenty-five million, you know, dollar indoor practice facility or a full Dowdy-Ficklin Stadium on a Saturday because there's Jimmys and Joes that are in the bubble getting ready to play every Saturday that are really good. And I think, as I said, you can make your money to build the, to build that twenty-five million dollar practice facility down the road, but you you got to win first jonathan uh, fields I, I look i agree with this i hope i'm
4: not coming off as if i don't he said look at teams like wyoming georgia state troy fresno state you cannot tell me these teams have better nil deals than ecu these programs find a way to win there uh and there are other g5 teams that are winning yeah i i hope I, I don't want this show to come off as we are begging like for money thinking this is the only reason we're not winning games uh, there has been poor recruiting. There's poor coaching. Poor, like uh, there's a lot more reasons than just nil. But that is uh, a factor now in 2023 I, I, and
5: a big factor. I, I think. Th- you, what's the most important thing in college football recruiting right now is nil money. I mean, I don't think whether you have an indoor practice facility is ranks up there as number one. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to land the recruit to uh to come here i mean i think it's just real simple it's like honestly it's a paycheck people want to know how much money they can get and uh they're not coming here for for the major for the education for this or that they're coming here to play football and they want to come here and see how much money they can get and I think that that's what it comes down to I think that's that's the way I perceive and see college football and uh, just today my first story that popped up on espn.com this morning when I woke up was that uh, Florida State flipped a kid from Miami a high school player in Miami the number four espn.com player uh, has flipped from Miami to Florida State it's probably because Florida State is 7 and0 and 0 oh, it's probably because Florida State is rocking and rolling with boosters right now and probably offered in more money.
4: Uh, Jenny is asking if your bubble is hurricane-proof.
5: Sure. I, you... I, I'm not a construction major. <laughs> can, I, you, I can you hurricane-proof something? Like, what, what is hurricane-proof? I
4: guess you build it underground. So you have to go down an elevator so it's below the ground. So If,
5: if there's a hurricane that comes in, you, you, you insure it, and then you build another bubble. How about that? I mean, I mean it's just uh, – I mean – I don't, I mean, like, what, what, what I mean, I hope I hope Minji's in the Murphy Center aren't hurricane proof and one day they get demolished with nobody in it and we can rebuild those, you know? So, I mean, it's just, I, I, that's that's something, I mean, if, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure if there's a hurricane rolling through town, we won't be out of the elements practicing in the bubble. <laughs> uh, Kenny says, Donnie
4: Kirkpatrick has been a problem for a while. His play calling is laughable, so predictable. Same dumb calls over and over again. i, I maybe pro but like mike houston this is a theory i don't know he's gotta be okay with what's happening if nothing's changed if he hasn't said i'm taking over the play calling duties if he hasn't fired him if he hasn't reassigned donnie somewhere else then i guess mike houston's okay I, i still feel like this is whatever donnie's doing and we're running is perfectly fine and okay, and maybe the directive of the head coach.
5: Uh, well, the head coach is signing off on it because he has not made any changes. Exactly. So, like, I mean, like, if, if you're at home and uh, your wife and your daughter are complaining about what you're watching on TV over and over and over again, it's like it's like they, they want to change the channel, but you want you won't override it. You know, you 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 let it happen. I
4: just, I, if you get rid of Donnie and and look, I'll, an offense that scores seven points against Charlotte, that has 88 passing yards in a game in 2023, that has 127 total yards, their offensive coordinator should be fired. That's pitiful, awful, terrible. But in the same breath, uh, firing Donnie Kirkpatrick is not going to do anything. It's not going to fix anything. It might appease a few fans. But it doesn't matter because it hasn't happened. And if it hasn't happened today... I don't think it'll happen later today or tomorrow, so Donnie will
5: be there. I, I think if you fire Donnie Kirkpatrick, then you have one less person working, one less person recruiting. I mean, I just, I think, I, I, as I said, I don't see what it really changes for the remainder five five games if Donnie Kirkpatrick is not on the headset making calls. I mean, I, I you know I, I think it's a bigger picture issue of that Coach Houston maybe needs to spend more time in the offensive room, and they need to make make changes or figure it out. They're still playing two quarterbacks. It hasn't worked um but it, it is what it is at this point it's just I, I don't know what the solutions are you know that that's why that the, they're getting paid to come up with the game plan and solutions and and they got a tough task this week and next week against uh, san antonio and tulane
4: robert says i bet those successful teams with short nil money aren't going to be successful much longer it hasn't caught up to, to them yet Okay, but if every group of five team is broke <laughs> and doesn't have any money, there's got to be a deciding factor. So it's still going to come down to coaching and recruiting. I hear your point, Robert, but, like, we, we're, again, we're talking about App State, Marshall, and Charlotte kicking our ass, not Michigan. We're, we're, we're I'm going to say I'm okay with it, but I understand Michigan killing us, not those other teams. It's,
5: everything is, I mean, look, look focus on what can East Carolina do in 2024 to win. I mean, I, I think I, it sucks to think, like, I can't look past, like, 2025 when East Carolina opens at in Raleigh against NC State, that we hope we have the quarterback and the team to beat them. But you cannot forecast that far out because you don't know who's going to be on your roster, because you don't know who is going to play outstanding or bad. I mean, the NIL works both ways. I mean, you can clean out a lot of garbage on your team and you can also bring in a lot of good players on your team. I mean, it's just, it used to be like where, where when someone offered you a scholarship, you you was frowned upon to not renew that yearly scholarship. But now everything is year to year. So I think you just have to figure out a plan of how much money does East Carolina need to compete in the NIL era and, and how can that fill in with the other recruits and other people you're trying to develop. I'm not saying it has to be all 85 Uh, NIL changing the roster every year, but I think that is going to be a big factor of whether you're going to be at the top half of your your league. (sighs) Josh,
4: talking about Donnie Kirkpatrick, says, then give him a different title. Let somebody else call the plays. We can't keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. I know, which is why I'm saying it's not Donnie's fault. It's the head coach's fault because he's not doing that, which is why I'm blaming him more than Donnie Kirkpatrick at this point. I, I yeah I hear you but it's not happening Josh they're not demoting him they're not they're not doing anything they're keeping it the same it's it's like uh Tony Dunn kept coming in here complaining about a left tackle for the Panthers poor guy I can't remember his name years ago picked on him over and over again Byron Bell Byron Bell every week I hear about Byron Bell Byron Bell I said Tony put another guy in there why do you keep sending this sorry ass out there To get beat, do something different. After a while, it's not his fault. It's the person that allows him to keep doing its fault, right? That's kind of how I feel about this coordinator situation. Absolutely. Donnie Kirkpatrick's Byron Bell. Leave Donnie alone. They keep sending him out there. He's going to do the same. I mean, leave
0: Donnie (laughs) alone.
4: (laughs) Leave Donnie alone. They're not going to change anything. It's going to be the same thing.
5: Yeah, I mean, I I think... John Gilbert and Mike Houston have to be having some conversations about the football program right now and uh, about what, I mean, And I don't know. Maybe they don't have anybody else to to run the offense. Also, Mike P is correct. The coaches know we don't
4: have the players. They just can't say it. True. You could have the best play caller in the country. What would our record be right now? Maybe give us another win or two. Maybe.
5: Maybe.
4: It's problems across the
5: board. Yeah, th- this this whole year from a football standpoint has has, has not been good from January until I mean it, it, it doesn't seem like you know obviously this team was was not prepared and, and ready to compete and uh, it's it's tough to watch and and, and losing ten to seven to Charlotte and getting seven only because we got the ball on the ten yard line um, it, it's frustrated everybody and i look i know the guys over in the ward building are as frustrated as anybody but they have the power and ability to 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 make as many changes or do whatever they think to make this football program better and i think that's why everybody's just sitting around being like hey why is donny Kirkpatrick still making the you know i mean it it is tough it's like you know they they people want to see some change they want to see something different and uh you know, we've changed quarterbacks back and forth, back and forth, back <laughs> yeah. and forth, and uh, I, it just a lot. You know, some of the stuff has just hasn't changed. As I said, I do not forecast a bright future the next two weeks for ECU football. I think UTSa. Is, I'll go a step further and say the next five weeks. The next but, five weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think the next two weeks are going to be. Re- I mean, to me, as a ECU, you know, I went back and looked. Um, you know, one of. When East Carolina was having a really, really sorry season under John Thompson his, his second year, one of the wins that year was against Tulane. And now you fast forward all the way here, and it's hard to compare time, but like Tulane's in the top twenty-five. I mean, with with Willie Fritz, I mean, he he has sustained a good football program. I mean, what what is Willie Fritz doing at Tulane, right? Who's been in the American the same amount of time as East Carolina has, to uh, to be in the top twenty-five, to have gone to a cotton bowl and beaten USC. I mean, what I mean—that—that's kind of your model of what you're looking at, and then it's—it's it's just they are only lost this year is to what top 15, Ole Miss. So I mean, it's—it's. It's, I mean, Willie Fritz has done a heck of a job, and uh, East Carolina and Tulane got in the American at the same time, and I think East Carolina fans um, are just like scratching their heads or, or or banging their heads against the wall and just being like, "What the hell's going on around here?"
4: Hmm. Tyler says, would a new left tackle fix most everything? No. We have issues across. We, we need a complete offensive overhaul this offseason because it's not going to happen this season. It's just, if it hasn't happened yet, it, it, even little small
5: signs of it happening, is just not going to happen. I think a lot of the questions that you're getting in the chat and a lot of the questions you're getting in the fifth quarter really should be pointed towards 2024. You know, like who's going to be calling plays in 2024? Who's going to be at left tackle or who? What, and that's what, what,
4: frustrating because we still have, how many games left, Ellerby? Five. That's 20 more hours on the pregame show this year to talk about this. Yes. 20 more hours. And about 15 to 16 more hours on the post game. On the fifth quarter call-in I would love to move on to next year, but I've got 20 more hours of pregame shows to talk about us passing for 88 yards and scoring seven points sorry that's just a personal problem nobody cares about my problems you care about your own i get it i apologize
5: good to see you back with sleeves on today though thank
4: you uh, did, did you hang that shirt up in your it is in, the, oh, oh, it's it's still in the next room it's still here yeah because i think i asked chandler i was like hey man do y'all want to go maybe get you shirley if joey's around whoever to all be biff on halloween because it's a real simple costume cut a couple sleeves put on a visor
5: and you're pretty much there well you got to cut the neck well and you got to clip the headphones right here so you can have like a headset (laughs) on too. and i did see some sunglasses too did he wear sunglasses he was on the sunny side of the field yeah
4: i saw him at one point uh with sunglasses on Hmm. uh brad says we need new cleats cleats okay call adidas jonathan says we need gilbert to say something and try to keep the pirate nation together good luck with all that uh, Eric says Tulane has no NIL money, plays in a soccer stadium, low-ranking recruiting classes, so there is hope for ECU. <laughs> <laughs> Greg said is Houston tanking on purpose to one up what Fritz did. So what was Fritz the year before their magic here? Was it one and something? Two and something? Yeah, they had a big turnaround. Yeah, I don't think he's tanking on purpose, Greg. But I like where your head's at. He's setting up for a big comeback. What? Minor what? setback for a major comeback oh boy these mondays are fun and guess what we're gonna have another one next week just like
2: it
5: non-victory monday nothing's gonna change utsa minus 18 where where are you putting your dollar bill i'll go Roadrunners.
4: although i mean i could see a script where our defense god bless them does all they can and we're in a one score game in the third quarter because our defense has got a couple turnovers and Forced uh, some three and outs. Our defense will need a couple scores again. Yeah. I, I, I mean, when Julius Wood had got that interception, I was saying, please score. Please score. I thought we'd at least kick a field goal. We didn't. We doinked it. Uh, but we got zero points there. This defense. You know, LRB, if we had a competent offense, what would our record be right now? Mm. Something in two? Some, I mean, four, something in three? Four and... I mean, we played seven, four, four and three, four, four and three. At least, I think four and three. I think this defense has played well enough, uh, clearly, to get wins. They certainly did, giving up ten points on Saturday. Do you even think about forty-four to zero? Forty? No, that's not a real game. Don't okay. care. Don't care about that one at all. ECU is going to go. Could could potentially go an entire season without beating a real football team, an FPS
5: team. Mm. Man, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough, Jeff. Just continue to see what's going to happen week to week. But uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've—I mean, we've been here before. No one likes it, and uh, I think it's—it's it's a different time, different place, and college football is a different world. And I think we need to start living in the temporary and start living in a way that we can dominate the temporary. And I think the—the the path, in my opinion, pause the indoor practice facility, focus on. Uh, being able to how what 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 is gonna what is gonna grab recruits attention to come to East Carolina? What I mean, I heard Jason Nichols, Marcus Crandall, and the you know what can we do to get our swagger back? What can we do to get get some players in here that can uh, get East Carolina back on the map in a good way?
4: Brad says traveling west outside of North Carolina, especially Texas, is usually trouble. Even if we have a good team, you're right, Brad. Throw a bad offense in there, and and I'm a little nervous at what might
6: happen. At the Alamo
4: Dome, so I, big dog.
6: I was thinking this yesterday. How much do you think it would cost to get a competent quarterback to Greenville?
4: Yeah, I have no idea. I don't. You know,
6: I mean, it, it it's wild that you can talk about college athletics in that in that uh, realm now, but you can say, all right, a quarterback will cost you in the portal will cost you two hundred fifty thousand dollars in nil money over the course of his career. You know, and that's that's the line. When you're hearing about these five star linemen that are getting millions in the Texas programs, um, it comes down to what does it cost to go into the portal and sign somebody. I mean, you're signing them theoretically to a two to three year contract, depending on how much time they have left.
5: What did it cost Rice to get their quarterback JT Daniels transfer all over the place? Because they're sitting at four and three right now, and
4: And we
6: could be in the same position if we had JT Daniels probably
5: maybe maybe i don't know
4: i'm just saying if like, he brought a offensive lineman or two with him yeah and a receiver
5: no so that, that's just uh that i mean i don't know i'm just, and it's
6: just, just i mean that's what I, I i when i was thinking about it yesterday it came down to just dollars and cents in the end it's okay what is your nil budget and how does that compare to everybody else in the conference honest, what is it already taste?
4: he's already doing all right uh, this is an old uh thing from when he was at georgia I reached a six-month NIL trading card deal that could bring in upwards of a million. He plans to split half his earnings amongst the rest of his teammates. So uh, he was uh, making—he was early in the game. He was an early adapter.
5: A million, and this is before he went to two other stops.
6: This is before the game got crazy.
5: Well, I think I think the people that know the game are the people that are coaching the game. They better know. I mean, they got to know what they're recruiting against. They they've got to know that hey, look, I'm not getting player X because he went here for for that and you also got to know who you're competing against right for nil money if that's it, what i mean once once the acc or sec starts move, moving in then you know like well you know what i'll be on that player if it doesn't work okay. out and get them their sophomore or junior season when they're second fourth or th- fifth string at right x 100 percent tyler i agree with you
4: i said it earlier this year NCA should incorporate trades as good as our defense is we could trade a d lineman right now Yes, and get a they were probably not get a quarterback for that, but you could at least get a receiver, get some offensive linemen trade some of our defense. Blake Harrell might be against this. But trade some of our defensive players to get some
5: offensive guys. But against. that's not how it works because the the teams with the most money always they take all the toys, <laughs> and then they say, "Haha, but I, you know I, what? they don't need to trade with us. They'll
2: just go they out just and came over. and bought our left tackle <laughs> because, and our right tackle in the
5: offseason. As I said, they'll kick out their dull crayons at the end, and you can have them. And they'll just go out and but, retool. That is sad, but true, Ellery. I know that so, made me sad. I know. So so you, the trade philosophy doesn't work. <laughs> they they trade in and. trade up, they they as I said, they draw the line in the sand and they say, "Thanks, guys, for your visit here. Uh, good luck in the portal,
6: because your spot's taken." We got nothing from Virginia when they came down here and got uh, the basketball guy. Yeah, I mean it's also that I mean
5: it I mean it's also I mean I've heard Bryce Williams when he's on Pirate Radio Live. He's coming he, when he when he was with the with Belichick and the Patriots. He he sat in the room. Belichick came walk in and goes, "I uh, hope you guys." Uh, welcome to new england you know probably none of you guys are going to make the team because you probably know we we won the super bowl last year we're we're, we're pretty good and yeah. uh i just don't have a lot of spots but i want you to work hard out there and we'll, we'll see what happens <laughs> that's what happens like i mean it's just that's it's what just happens at bam supply the yeah. demand yeah. yeah
4: greg said a new quarterback ain't going to change the play calling first down run up the middle well we had the same play caller last year when we put up a ton of yards yep and scored a lot of points in a lot of games but you had a same
6: coaching staff a power five left tackle and right tackle and you had keaton and you had sure holton sure yeah.
4: one quarterback might not change everything but th- when we have players
6: in yeah we've shown we can be competent so although yeah two wide receivers that got looks in the pros one that's still hanging on I mean, you just had talent. You had talent on that team. Well, it gets, yeah. gets back to my point: the indoor practice facility. I do not. You've Got to bo- put it on ice. That is, money's got to go into. I'm not
5: going to create W's. It's going to be a great addition at some point. But right now, the fix is to go find the players. To go shopping. Yes, yep. to go shopping, and it's not for bricks. No, and astroturf, or field turf. All right, Ellery, we got to take a break. Yeah, I got to get out of here. So appreciate uh, you guys. Uh, got a fun week here on Pirate Radio. Thanks for all you do, Cliff. I mean, look, I mean, you're, you're super happy. Who who do the Commanders have this week? Cliff? Who? Uh, shut up. Who cares? Huh? Who they, cares? They played the Eagles. Their season's over. What do you mean they lost to the Giants yesterday? have you started bring back dan snyder <laughs> is that what you want is Didn't that what you commanders want Commanders all the commanders had to do was just change owners and they're poof they were going to be good
4: look we all uh we're all going through it right now we're going to talk to a real sad sack tomorrow i feel bad for jim zoki he does panthers on sundays pirates on saturdays he has watched a lot of bad football this year we'll talk to jim zoki tuesday on the show ellery mm. He's uh, not having fun this football season. Uh, big Gav, Gavin Williams, believe uh, we're gonna try to get these to go. Uh, four o'clock on Wednesday. See that peps you up, Gavin Williams from will the Guardians on the show. See. And by the way, somebody Jamie Ellerby said, "How can I cheer you up?" Jamie said, "Give clip a raise." I don't know if that's gonna happen, but Ellerby did cheer me up. We're off on Friday. We'll have a best of.
5: Yeah, best of. Thanks, this boss. Friday. We've had a lot of great interviews. Did you hear all the Hall of Fame interviews we did last week? Rod Coleman, Seth Manis, and Miss Debbie Charles. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Alec Burleson has stopped by the studio. Gavin Williams is coming by this week. So uh, we're going to run a best of on uh, Friday, give the crew a little bit of R&R, and get ready for a big game day, 11.30 on the Bud Light pregame tailgate this uh, Saturday, and then, of course, the fifth quarter call-in show right after the game.
4: All right, let's get a break in. We'll come back. A lot more to go here on Pirate Radio Live. Thank you, Chat Gang, for uh, involving yourselves into the discussion. I guess I'll read this from Zach. Said, on a positive note, I don't think we have to worry about any of our linemen going to a P5 school next year. huh Jamie says we should just cheat. You know, I said we should do that in basketball, but Mike Schwartz playing it by the book. Uh, some people, guy that has people excited. I'm ex- You know what, LB? I'm excited for Pirate basketball. Stay two weeks away until that completely better. folds upon itself. Man,
5: but right now they, they, that fork in the negative road was not there, and you took it. Oh, I'm taking it. Right, I'm taking it
4: big time, yeah. and I got something to say to Chandler when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this because I'm pissed at him too.
5: This song is called I Would Die For You.
1: You're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. All
0: right, welcome back to the show. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. Stop by the house salad with grilled chicken, the half club sandwich and chips or everyone's favorite the fried shrimp plate after work down on main street is the perfect spot for dinner and drink on the patio join down on main street every wednesday for half price wings from 4 p.m to close down on main street on main street in historic downtown washington now let's head back into prl here is your host clip brock
4: back with you pie radio live good question on facebook josh will thursday be free beer thursday we're asking the boss man right now and i'll have your answer in five or six seconds Five, four, three, three two, one. one. yes at the buzzer josh at the buzzer and everybody else interested free beer thursday edition of pirate radio live robert says are you cliff or bip asking for all the cut-off sleeve guys out there
0: bifton
4: brock i'm having a uh a crisis i don't i don't know what i am bifton
0: brock
4: that was good i'm, I'm <laughs> what is it? he said bifton, bifton brock. brock oh bifton yeah. okay y'all that is good i don't know what i am i'm confused in hey, my 23 in my own body right we now. we love you no matter what you are
7: thank you man are. thank you joe and i
4: support you that's nice hey, it's Twenty twenty three, man it's fine uh jamie said it would be a more fun show if we could talk about blank but that was banned it is banned and we will not talk about that anymore on the show that particular subject involving chan and uh cal ripkin conversation are banned from the show at least i didn't get mad <clears throat> enough and cuss <laughs> uh you did just not on the air oh yeah. right when we went to commercial you cussed at me yeah but not on the air and it took me aback and i apologized and i accepted your apology you did thank you ed said who did clip shoot at tiebreakers it's not funny hey yo come on it's not funny but if somebody does if somebody if y'all see me watching the commanders at tiebreakers next sunday feel free to shoot me in the face and put me out of my misery
0: and you've gone and said that
4: oh should i not have said that is no, that a uh, is that insensitive?
0: Well, that's not insensitive, but right. now you've given Maybe too soon.
4: Now that it's on the air, the if, green light. If it do does show. happen, they might. Well, that's on you now. Yeah, they can, you you, they can get away no, with murder. They can get away with it. No, you can't. You can't. That you is not for, true. Wait, your, what are you that, saying? That, what are you saying? They Joey, can get away you with murder. If you say, that. "Hey, Clip, shoot me in the face," and I do it, you think I'll just get off scot free? No, dummy. That's not how it works. What are you talking about? Jump how high? You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't. That ain't how it works. Uh, let's see Clip should have gone with his gut feeling Friday commanders let him down big time and that's where I want to get to right now do you remember last week on this stupid show when I'm in here talking about how Washington's going to lose to the Giants this show's not stupid and Chon's over here okay well there was a stupid guy on this show and his name was Chon and he says (laughs) that's not my name Clip (laughs) believe in your team you, you you were insinuating that I was a bad fan or something no, I just I, –
0: as a Panther fan sitting 0-5 at the time, 0-6, I just was like, you know, hey, you at least have – you're at 500 right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Be excited about the game. Mm-hmm. But you were not excited about and the who game. And right. And you were right. I mean, I guess congratulations <laughs> on your team losing and making you look genius, which you are, because you know your team better than anybody else. Uh, I, I said this yesterday, like – the Panthers are 0 and 6 and I'm hating my football fandom life right now yeah. between East Carolina and the Panthers. Yeah. But I'm gonna have to be honest with you, buddy. Being a Washington Commanders fan, and you're gonna go, no crap. But being a Washington Commanders fan has to be the most frustrating thing ever. No crap. You are has right. To, You're has right. to be the most frustrating thing ever Because Which is you go I'm out on the road last week Against the Falcons You get a win And you cannot go to the um, uh, You cannot go to New York And beat the Giants Who were led by Tyrod Taylor And you pull up only seven points Oh my god You guys being in
4: separate studios Oh no, na- right now. Na- Any no. Other co- I'm
0: joining his team I'm joining his side now
4: Any other Commanders uh, Pirates fans out there Get the uh, heebie-jeebies on Sunday we had like 40-some yards in the first half, Washington did. We scored seven points in the game. It came on a fumbled punt and like a 10-yard drive. It was almost identical to the crap show from Saturday. I could not believe What have I done to deserve this? Same damn game. It's ridiculous.
5: You got diced up by Tyrod Taylor.
4: It's, I mean... Saturday, I got diced up by a middle school option offense. Sunday, I got diced up by a journeyman backup. And a fat coach. Fat coach. Fat biff and fat Dayball, Just rubbing their fat bellies. Fat. Beating my teams. So, Chandler, bottom line, don't pull that crap you did last week ever again. Well, trust me. I'm not.
0: I'm not because uh, that I just I kind of stepped in your shoes on Sunday because my team wasn't playing. But my goodness, I didn't even have I didn't even drive up to Virginia to bet on the Commanders. I just wanted them to win. I wanted to look like a genius, but I I obviously am not looking like that now. But like that is just that's so frustrating. It's got to be so frustrating. I know. I get it, and I understand you now. And I'm never going to try to hype you up for your team again.
4: I have called the Washington games the last two Mondays know, on the you show. you did, you did. I, 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 and they got the Eagles this week.
0: All right, well, All right. so what is the...
4: It's a big dub this week. That's, I mean, it's going to be a close game. They might win, <laughs> they might win this uh, week. Uh, <laughs> they are so stupid. I know, it's happening. It's <laughs> so frustrating that they might win this week. You
0: are
1: terrible!
4: Eagles coming off a win over the Dolphins we can't beat tyrod or as you know big daddy calls him uh tayrod tyler (laughs) he he didn't call him that but i (laughs) i could see him calling that tayrod tyler
0: tayrod tyler
4: oh man eric says washington changed their name to the commanders recently in 2022 but let's face it they've been commanding the lost column for a long time do you think did you think that was funny at all when you typed it eric of all the stupid things you've said, that's the worst. Like, that's was not that even, supposed to be funny. That's not even kind of funny. I can't. I don't. Even, is it even a joke, or are you trying to st- state a fact, moron? Chad said, "Hey, the Titans are giving up trading one of our best defensive players to the Eagles. Who was that, Chandler?
0: Kevin Byard, the mayor of Murfreesboro, and he'll be reelected after
4: that." <laughs> Can we get Mike Keith on the show? He might be the only thing that could cheer me up right now. Uh, I guess we need to talk to Si Seymour at some point. Uh, Jamie says, awful ref job yesterday across the league. Worse than normal. Well, that's some sour grapes because the Colts got screwed, I think. But there were uh, there was a lot of questions. Wild Colts-Browns game yesterday.
6: That was Wild. crazy. Yeah. It was supposed to be the dog pound defense oh, and Cleveland's back. They're the highest scoring defense in fantasy, this, that, and the other no sir yeah Minnesota
4: running wild uh but brown wait browns won, won. won that game yeah, late at the end 39 38 uh let's see king of hearts says being a lions fan is much more frustrating I, i'll kind of give it to you the two teams with the longest nfc championship droughts are the lions in washington and they played each other in the last one they were in and Washington won and won the Super Bowl. So I guess from that standpoint, it would probably be worse to be a Lions fan. But it ain't much worse. I ain't going to give you much worse. And by the way, screw your team.
6: I believed in the Lions. Let's talk about that. You talk about a disappointment on Sunday. They went into Baltimore and laid the biggest egg. Baltimore was up 28 nothing at halftime, I yes.
4: believe. Yes. And then it was quickly 35 nothing. after that. Mike P. said, Chandler gave you false hope on the commanders. Maybe you should call him John he, Rivera. He didn't give he, me he, false he, he hope. He never bought into it. He didn't. He just wasted his breath, wasted his time, and made himself look foolish to the audience.
0: I just wanted to give give them some hope.
6: Don't do it! There's no hope!
4: <laughs>
6: Let's talk about... Is every one night even your last
4: hope? as johnny dakota said on say about the bell there's no hope with
6: dope is there hope with uh is there hope with those sunglasses you're wearing <laughs> is there hope with putting rat traps in your players lockers oh we need to take a break that's uh, what we um, need to let's talk about that at some point right. today
4: um we'll, somebody say talk about talk about talk about <laughs> let's take a break we'll come back and talk about the utsa coach because that is funny and we'll play that Mike P. said, I just wanted to type John Rivera. I know you did, Mike. I know. The Lions have one playoff win since 1957. (laughs) That's bad. That's really bad. Hell, at least we got one in 2005. The stats to consider. Technically six. January of 06. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live after this.
1: Listening to hour one of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. All
0: right, welcome back to the program. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business? organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university enc.com the official sportswear provider of pirate radio now let's head back into prl here's your
4: host mr clip brock thank you mr chandler Honeycutt, mr joey and mr big dog mr dog um i feel like i wanted to say something Before we get to our clip, but I can't remember what it is. Dixon Williams coming up here in a few minutes. Had a chance to talk to him earlier today uh, with his busy schedule, but he came by the Pirate Radio studio, so we'll play that. Got double B coming up in hour two as well. Uh, Glenn saw this and posted it on uh Pirate Radio social media. You can check it out for yourselves. Um so this is UTSA's head coach, Jeff Trailer i don't know if i believe
6: uh, well i guess i have to believe it because he's got proof of it, it the, the finger is smashed unless it was smashed in another way kind of like what happened with florida's coat wouldn't it f- no it was shane beamer at south carolina that broke his foot kicking uh, yeah. a football helmet well go gator the- <laughs> <laughs> he
4: mentioned florida oh okay <laughs> all right and i thought it was coach <laughs> coach irvin irvin myers um I just don't know if it transpired the way it did, because if it did, this player is in trouble. Right. We do so pranks around here. Joey's the prankster. Chandler's a wankster.
6: <laughs>
4: um, but this prank, he did a prank on his head coach, right? And messed up his coach's pinky finger. All right, let's hear it, uh, Chandler. Do you got that for us? Uh, Jeff Trailer?
2: Did, did I did I hear
0: right? You smashed your finger on a, a, a cheese trap today? Yeah, we passed out about 112 of them. Uh, loaded them all up. No, we we unloaded all of them. But uh, one of my LS seniors uh, loaded his back up and uh, put it up on the podium where where I speak to the kids. And I put my hand there, and it's uh yeah, it looks like my pinky got smashed by a hammer. But
4: it would have killed a lesser man. But I'm okay, JJ. I appreciate you asking. So uh, I like his sense of humor there, by the way. But if you couldn't get all that, they put mouse traps in the lockers to signify.
6: Uh, like they a, say, "Don't eat the cheese. The, don't the cheese. don't yeah. take the public comments yeah. and the media's comments to heart." Blah 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 blah.
4: Coach is always looking for the motivational stuff. That's sure. pretty cool. That's all right. He says one of his one hundred
6: and twelve of
4: them. Yeah, one <laughs> of that, his seniors a- loaded it and put it on the podium where he talks. And he
6: didn't see it. Maybe he's a Mike Schwartz table beater guy. No, I think I, – I took it as he put it. You know there's that space underneath the podium where they'll have, like, their water? Yeah. Yeah. I took it as he put it because it had to be somewhere you wouldn't see. Yeah. And you would just go to grab. And he went to grab and got got. I mean, what do you do to that player?
4: Hopefully, he says, all hopefully. right, that's a good one. I mean, worst case scenario – takes the joke
6: and moves on. Hopefully. You gotta take it and move on. Yeah, it depends on how take the joke and move on because what? you did it to them. What if he's no? He didn't. No, he didn't load them. No, no he, he said he loaded them. He said we loaded them up, and then he caught himself, and then he says we unloaded them. Okay, right. so he unloaded them. Uh, still,
0: I, they, they were loaded. I think he, there's a senior that wanted to be funny. Like, yeah, it's fine.
6: If he's not any good,
4: I think he's riding were, the
6: bench. They were doing jack butt stuff in the uh, in the locker room. Huh? Uh, I, I'm not Jackass stuff They were doing like pranks You know They were You know uh, Yeah
4: The locker room's fine When you do it to your yeah. head coach I mean
6: I, That's a little worrisome
4: Yeah. I Joey pulls
6: pranks on us
4: He don't pull one on Ellerby. It had to
6: be a guy He was close with Because he said It was one of his seniors And the smart out And the and the, and the other
4: <laughs> I reckon pull had had one on Ellerby If you
7: want me
6: to
4: Alright I, mean, I want you can, to We can it. brew that
7: No that's he's CEO So we gotta brew it up Make it a big deal
4: Okay Alright uh good point by tyler uh we do have 46 more people viewing than we have likes can y'all hit the thumb a lot of viewers today though yeah well reaction
0: monday a lot of viewers on saturday too
4: yeah security Saturday. uh kenny wants joey to say no hope in espanol how do you say no hope no hope Hopo no no <laughs> sure
2: yeah
4: okay <laughs> man oh you don't like that chandler nah,
0: when that, a, that, that when a very, white person that was, that does very, a that was very <laughs> offensive
4: oh yeah you're offended
0: by that, oh, that I, I learned offensive. about watching I, I, you I, I, i'm very offended by now
4: chandler during the break sometimes will just start going i, I feel like i've said this on the air already i haven't told you have. or some other people but he's like <laughs> mi just like making up <laughs> spanish gibberish in the song form I and didn't think
6: that was Spanish. I thought that was like Chinese or Japanese. <laughs> well, with <when laughs> thought it
0: was Asian <laughs> of some sort.
4: Uh, but no hope. Middle <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Sin
2: esperanza.
0: Sin mm. esperanza. Sin. Sin. S i n. Sin esperanza. Esperanza. There
4: you go. All right. Uh since you've said "Paint it purple" in Spanish.
0: We are awful. We have
4: yeah. not won a yeah. FPS game. Yeah. Uh, We're going to have to reverse that somehow. I don't know how. Maybe we'll start. Hey, during the break, I'm going to get that clip and I'm going to put it backwards and see what it sounds like. Oh, my gosh. It's like uh, subliminal messages. And that might
6: be what we need to turn this thing around. I'm going to watch the uh, Pixar movies about Mexican magic, Coco, and, and the other one. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking Puedes and, about. Puedes pintar este violeta. And, and, and see if I can come up with anything. We got to take a break. By the way, at
4: one at one point today, when we talked to Brian Bailey, we'll go out to the Halloween Express live line. Did you know that Halloween Express is Greenville's premier Halloween superstore? Superstore. Coming up next Tuesday. Eight days away. Eight days a week. Halloween Express. No, we- open seven days a week. Right next to Target. What are you going to be? Go get your Halloween costume, your Biff Poji costume at Halloween Express. Mike P says maybe ECU can't perform under the weight of clips papers. It is a big stack. Thick, thick, thick with two ciggies.
7: <laughs>
4: Look at all these papers. Alright, we'll take a break. Come back, Dixon Williams, and more after this.
1: listening to hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show. Ah. Uh-huh.
0: Not
4: Hey, you got a lot going on by there, buddy. Yeah, all right.
0: it's all right. All right, do you need custom T-shirts, apparel, promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local, print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitiesportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host,
4: Clip Rock. All righty, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Uh, Josh on Facebook says, do we know if the Michigan staff are accused of surveilling Big Ten games ever came to green before game? I don't think he needed to, Josh. I don't think it mattered. I do want to talk more about that when J. Nick, Jason Nichols joins us coming up in an hour. So we'll talk about that story then. Uh, Brian Bailey will join us later on. Um, real quick, let's let's hear what it sounds like. Painted purple in Spanish reversed. Uh, play that, Chandler. Huh. Huh.
0: Now let's dive into this <laughs> let's, let's see what we got here. All I right, love the all right. beginning of it. Everybody quiet. Ready?
5: All right.
0: I heard happy birthday.
4: You I heard ah,
0: happy birthday. And then after, <laughs> all right, let, let, let's listen it again. Ready? Yeah. Listen for happy it's birthday. It's kind of like a
4: cloud. Everybody sees something different. After, something different. Yeah.
0: After the birth, like after he goes, to, ah, it says happy birthday. Here we go. I
4: love you. I love you. Say loop. Say loop. Salute. Ooh. Happy birthday. Salute. Ah. Is that what it is? Okay. Does that mean that there could be the birth
0: of a new, maybe a, a new ECU football program, maybe a new i don't know the birth of something
4: mm-hmm. i like okay. where you're going Kinda, with this you
0: know i'm not quite there but i feel like i'm getting on the right track
4: maybe it may be a change now let me ask you this have, have there been any coaching changes
0: no there has not
4: how about personnel changes
0: not that i know of
4: okay probably not then okay well maybe that's staying in the future though
5: ah
4: <laughs> uh, chad says was there a j-lo at the end j-lo did you hear a j-lo
5: ah <laughs>
4: Yeah, there was. Shout out to J Lo. You hit my line? Mike P says we just fixed ecu's football season. We reversed the curse. <laughs> Mike P also said I heard something about Fame Goody Mob member Celo at the end. Oh, it was a oh, it no. Celo? Oh, Celo.
6: Ah, You uh, bet Yeah, <laughs>
4: Celo. I did hear that. Jamie heard Paul is dead. <laughs> I'm old. I get the reference, y'all. Yes. You get it?
0: It's a. Is it a Beatles song?
4: Yeah, play and it backwards. Play it backwards. Paul is dead. Miss him, miss him. <laughs> so Glenn probably gets this, and you youngsters don't, but, like, early days of the Internet, me and my um, buddy, he would, like, come over, sleep over. We would uh, sit there and watch the little game trackers for baseball games because we thought it was so awesome that we could know what's happening yeah. live in every baseball game. It was just the craziest thing. And we'd update our fantasy stats and stuff. And then after that— we would find i don't know why people would post this stuff on the internet but it, it seemed like it was everywhere like songs played backwards and the secret meanings you remember all that stuff glenn it was like stairway to heaven beatles uh, rolling stones and it was all like satanic messages yeah. when really it was just like joey sounds so, ah, uh, <laughs> that's all it was Happy but birthday. from, from so that okay. we would Chinese. get like oh my goodness are we gonna turn into
6: Satan worshippers if we listen to Led Zeppelin? It's the whole like, listen to uh, Pink Floyd, "Darker the Moon," while, while you, you watch Wizard of Oz. Boss.
4: We did that as well, and it was pretty cool. I gotta say, man, Bef- it was pretty cool
6: before the internet. <laughs> it was pretty cool. We it had our own cool. conspiracies. I borrowed the sunglasses, man. It was, <laughs> it was cool, man. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, we did, and it's wild how. I guess it happened through the news maybe, but it's wild how like we had all these shared experiences before social media.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you and I did not grow up together.
4: But we did similar things so we you're did saying.
6: so many similar things.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Strange.
6: Stuff that you wouldn't necessarily, like stuff that's not necessarily in a book or like part of any tradition, like listening to pink floyd while you watch wizard of oz
4: yeah dark side of the moon yeah you, know, you just hit it at the that, right time
6: just word of mouth
4: things that happened. and then right when it goes to color in the movie for the first time the cha-ching sound hits on Oof. money and it's just creepy. it's very creepy man king of hearts said that was the opposite of an aztec death whistle aztec death whistle eric heard one in eleven in swahili hit it again
6: maybe
4: (laughs) i think you're right eric all right good stuff we have fun let's uh hit our interview from earlier today with pirate infielder dixon williams he joined us here first six or seven minutes of this it's a little hot because we had a a mic issue uh, but shirley swooped in halfway through and fixed it so it's a little hot at the beginning but it'll get better here is myself and dixon williams earlier today all right, joined inside the Pirate Radio Studios by East Carolina infielder Dixon Williams. I'll say infielder because I think uh, playing a few positions here, but uh, Dixon, uh, appreciate your time. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Thank
3: y'all for having me. What position do you play? What What is your primary position? Uh, I would. I always say. I'll always say uh, shortstop. But right now at third base. Okay. You but you've been. You've played a little short too, right? Yeah, short second. Uh, we played first this summer, third base. <laughs> All right, so yeah. infielder is yeah. a good description, I guess. Uh, Dixon, uh, so
4: let's, let's talk about Sunday. How'd it go uh, in Charlottesville against Virginia? How'd you guys fare?
3: Yeah, it was, uh, it was really good. I mean, we started off uh, a little shaky, obviously, giving up a five spot in the first, and um, we were just able to battle back and um, hold them to zero until the last inning when they tied it up, so um, I think... It was good to see how we can compete um, when things are against the wall, but uh, I think it was good for the guys to kind of know where we stand against good teams like that. What was it like being in that stadium again where you guys
4: had success against Oklahoma, obviously, but fell short against Virginia? You
3: know, passes in the past, but any of those memories come up? Yeah, I think some of the older guys, you know, kind of wanted to get back at them a little bit. And, uh, you know, they had, uh, who was it, Teal and – I can't think of his name right now. Third baseman, they threw out the first pitch, so then that kind of added on a little bit. So the older guys kind of wanted to get after him a little bit. But it was was good being back there, but um, obviously wanted to kind of get at him a little bit. How'd you do uh, personally? How'd you do yesterday? I had a pretty good game. Um, Had a single and then got walked a couple times and uh, made a couple plays defensively. Um, But yeah. How
4: about uh, as far as, did you play all seven? Is Godwin trying to get everybody some some action
3: here? How'd that go? Right, yeah, they're obviously trying out things right now. So um, I DH'd the first game and then played third and second game. Gotcha. Uh Dixon Williams joining us in the Pirate Radio studios, rocking the uh, new blue hat. uh, Sponsor here at Pirate Radio and uh, your brother involved in that company, right? Yep. I sent him a uh, picture before I came over here. Yes, let, let him know.
4: Looking sharp, hey Chandler. Maybe you uh, want to snap a picture to to get that hat uh, on the video uh, while we air this interview on Pirate Radio Live today. So, uh, Dixon, what's uh, this week like for you guys? Uh, so we we try to talk with you and JC and and wide and uh, and all the fellas, but uh, the problem is y'all stay busy. Y'all
3: got a lot going on. So, what's this week like for you? Um, it, it'll be. We'll get uh, two off days and kind of have meetings and stuff like that. And then uh, Wednesday uh, through Friday, get ready, kind of prepare for what we need to get ready and then scrimmage on the weekend. Do you pretty much know like your entire year calendar,
4: you know, from February to whenever you're playing games and then you could go into summer ball and then I guess it's a little time off, then fall ball and then winter, and then it's season again. So, like, it's year-round, and you know when to to ramp up and when to kind of level down. So when does it kind of level back down for you guys? After Purple
3: Gold World Series, I guess? Yeah, exactly. That'll be the – so in two weeks, I think we play that, and then we'll have – we'll kind of just be lifting, trying to get stronger, and then we'll have mission week, obviously. Oh, yeah. Right around Thanksgiving breaks when we start uh, ramping down, individual workouts, um, just trying to develop in that time. What are the most important uh,
4: things you do in the weight room to 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 get better on the field, to get stronger?
3: What are the most important things you do in there? I would say, I mean, lift-wise, obviously, you have your, your big lifts. Um, the little lifts are just as important. But all, also knowing, like, uh, we played yesterday 14 innings. You don't want to go in there and just go all out, and your body's going to be really tired. So I'd say knowing when to rest and knowing yeah. when to get after it. How about, and you have a, a pretty good frame on you, and, and things have advanced so much
4: now that there's weight training in high school, right, and right. and personal stuff you can do. So, were you prepared
3: for that coming into East Carolina, or, yeah. or did it take you a while to get um, used to it? Yes, obviously, everybody's got their different training programs, but I worked out with uh, Mark Washington Okay, for two years. Great part. Uh, hell yeah. And uh, so, for my junior and senior year, I worked out with him at uh, like 6 in the morning, Man. Uh, 7 in the morning, every morning. and It really helped me prepare for here. As the commercial says, I sweat purple. We'll send you,
4: (laughs) Mark Washington. We'll get guys ready to go. That's pretty cool. Uh,
3: So how about your – and did you play primarily short at Conley? Uh, Mainly second. Second. I hopped over to short every now and then, but second base. So you are used to pretty much wherever they put you at this point. Right, right. And I know Cliff
4: likes uh, guys that are versatile and and we see we've seen a lot of two-way guys here at East Carolina but also guys that can play corner outfield and first or corner outfield
3: and third so uh, that's a uh, one reason I'm sure he likes you the versatility right you're right um, yeah I don't know if I'd get on the mound any time <laughs> but uh, but yeah can definitely go you got any two-way guys on this roster uh, we do Who we got or uh, we had one to start uh, Parker Thomas. And he wanted to focus on pitching for now, but obviously there's always the option to go back and try hitting and fielding again. And then uh, Colby Wallace, who's really mainly a fielder and hitter, but can go on the bump when need when needed. How about your, uh, your showcase baseball? What organization did
4: you play with? Uh, I was with the Canes. And we talked to these guys, and I'm uh, I'm fascinated by it. So, and not to get too into the weeds, but there's a lot of dirt bags on this roster. Cane's, <laughs> yeah. um, I got a sweet hat from uh, from wherever Lane played his uh, his travel team. It was, uh, man, Lane Hoover. Sorry, Mister Hoover. Yeah, I got the hat at home. I'll have to bring it in tomorrow. I will wear it tomorrow. I promise. Um, but how do you like? Do they recruit you? Do you go to them? How, how does that come about? So,
3: like, just the whole process yeah. of it. Um, like, how did you join the Canes specifically? My. So, so Jason my school Mills school is involved yeah, in it. Yeah. My high school coach. Um, I played for some local teams freshman, eighth grade, summer, freshman year. And then he convinced me to go to, you know, like a little tryout. They, they hold tryouts kind of all around. And and then, based on your tryout, they kind of place you on the team, and then you can keep going up. I, I was started on the American team. Um, and then my some or my senior fall, I was on the national team.
4: I didn't know how big it was and the the grand scheme of it until Coach Mills explained it to me that it's not you know just local around here. It's everywhere. It's national. And uh, you got to play. Did you get to play at some cool ballparks
3: too? Right. Yeah. Um, you get to play in minor league parks, JetBlue down in Florida, all the spring training facilities. It's it's a cool experience. And just
4: you've got that, you've got high school, you got everything you've done before then to prepare you for this. So it is all encompassing. It can be overwhelming. So, Dix, I, I, I guess you got to love the game,
3: right? If you're going to yeah. do it as much as you do. Yeah, I think I think my parents love it more than I do most of the time. <laughs> I mean, they're they're at every game. They they're very supportive, and I mean, everywhere I go. What's what you, what are your interests off the field? What do you like to do? Uh... I just, whenever we whenever we get off the field, we just like to hang out, chill, um, video games, still play a little bit of Fortnite, you know. Okay. So, you watching the uh, playoffs at all? You watching? I have it? been. Yeah. I have been. Me and the boys, or a couple of the boys come over and we'll, we'll watch it. I know um, McChrystal's not, a Phillies guy. Yeah. Don't like that. I don't know what that's about. Who you like? Who's your team? Uh, I just cheer for players. Orioles. Orioles okay. Faves. I mean, they're the closest team. Yeah. So, I've never really had a major league team. I will awesome. say um biggest major league baseball watcher gotcha coach godwin gets on (laughs) on me all the time about not watching baseball but you watch uh what about on Well, you're playing on sunday yesterday you watch uh, nfl sunday college football saturday if you get a chance you've been to those yes i do like college game day and then i watched the uh the eagles game last night had that on You eagles fan no, it was
4: just it was okay. a good game. All right, just making sure. Yeah. I, the only one Philly guy, uh, McChrystal, I can't take too many more of those guys. Uh, there's uh, a couple on the team. <laughs> oh, you, got, yeah? you got Trey and uh, Eric Ritchie are from Jeez. that area. so yeah. Oh, man. And, man, those when the Phillies get in that ballpark, like they will be coming up uh, at 5 o'clock, they are about unbeatable.
3: We'll see if the Diamondbacks can get them today. But they're one win away from going to the World Series. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Have you seen those videos where they uh, they cut the announcers and just – it's just the just the the crowd, ballpark, and yeah. yeah, the environment. I think those are that's awesome. those are really cool.
4: And uh, we had uh, Burley, Alec Burleson, in the studio last week. I saw uh, Gavin uh, has been around lately. Connor Norby, so to see that, uh, it's one one it's cool to
3: have those guys back here. But two, it's like, hey, I I, I could be in their shoes right in a year or two. No, it's cool to see them. They were in the dugout uh, last weekend against Clemson, and you know, giving out advice. Approach, all that stuff. So it's it's cool to have them in the dugout. Speaking of approach and, and
4: everything, how you know what's different about Dixon Williams twenty twenty three than twenty twenty two?
3: You know, are you, you got to be more comfortable, right? Yeah, that plays a big part in it, but also just you know the I, the fastball fastball is the easiest pitch to hit. Um, and he always says the uh, best way to hit the curveball is don't miss the fastball. So it's kind of the approach going in, just hunt the heater, and when you get it, don't miss it.
4: Dan, you've got to have, with, with all the talent on both sides, hitting and pitching, just uh, some great inter-squad stuff going on. So, like, what what arms uh, have you hit, and what
3: arms have you come up empty against so far um, on your team? We've kind of had a good amount of guys shut down. Yeah. So Trey just pitched last week. Um, so it's been kind of back and forth, you know. You, you see in some of the younger arms, who's uh, stood out to you as far as younger pitchers on this team? Nor, Norby's been a, a really good young young arm. He just floods his own. He doesn't even look like he's a, a freshman up there. I mean, he's just attacking hitters, and when people get on, it doesn't even faze him. So I'd say that's the biggest standout. Speaking of freshmen, a uh, great freshman year for Zach Root. How has he come back and ready for his sophomore campaign? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's looking really, really solid. I think he was up 96 in a bullpen the other day, so... He's uh, he's throwing it pretty hard.
4: And uh, you mentioned, I think the guys we talked to last week, uh, Ryan and and Parker mentioned it, that Trey hadn't pitched much. I think Wyatt hadn't pitched much, too. So they're just starting to to come around. Yep,
3: Wyatt, Jake, um, Trey, Root, all those guys are, they they threw so much over the summer that Mm -hmm. uh, it's just not even really worth it. For them to be. Doing a lot right now. Tell us again, what you do this oh yeah, you had a great summer. You uh you put up some big numbers
4: this summer, right? So, yeah. Yep. Uh, t- tell us about that experience again and a, it's, it's kind of just fun, right? There's not a ton of pressure and uh, we showed how well you could hit when there's not a
3: lot of pressure <laughs> but, so tell us about that. Right, yeah It's uh it's a good time when you can just go up to the plate and kind of you know, play baseball I mean, it's still playing baseball here but obviously it means a little bit more. There's a little bit of pressure but with that pressure, you know come to expectations and um, so it was it was nice to see where I stand you know against other college players because obviously I didn't have a ton of a ton of at-bats last year so it was was a cool experience yeah how
4: frustrating is that Dixon and and sorry to bring it up but it's the reality of it transfer portal guys think about hey am i in the right spot but uh, it's awesome to see guys like you stick it out so so how frustrating was that and how you know motivating is that to say hey
3: i'm about to have a big year this year right it's um yeah i mean it's a totally different age with guys you know i th- i think it's more of a quitting mindset when guys do that um so i've always been committed to ecu and um being from here it just that's what it means to me. I'm always going to stick true to that. And even if this year doesn't go the way I want, I'll be back here and trying to earn a spot. Awesome. And uh, we used the word pressure a moment ago, a little
4: added pressure, but also got to be really cool to play in your, your hometown too, right? Oh, College yeah. ball, a yeah. lot of
3: fans from high school. Yeah. It's, it's really cool seeing everybody, you know, and um, you can look at it as pressure, but I think it's just really just a cool environment to be right at home. Uh, any story behind the number one? Not really. Coach Godwin just called me. He said, what number do you want? And he said, there's these numbers. And it was one and two. And I was like, those are both pretty cool. But yeah. I'll take one. Let's go with number one. Yeah. And at the time, we didn't have zero. <laughs> so we got a zero on the roster? Yeah, they don't like uh, zero. My my buddy Murph got that last year. But, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. They'd, they've never had a zero until last year <laughs> was the first time. Interesting. Uh, Of course, Dixon went to D.H. Conley.
4: He is the uh, second best Conley athlete playing at East Carolina right now behind Maeve English. Is that fair to say? That's fair. That's fair. fair. I mean, they're they are yeah, they're yeah. doing awesome out there. Yeah, they are. They uh, are. But love to see the uh, the Conley to East Carolina connection, and uh, it's really cool to see out there. All right, so uh, when is the Purple Gold World Series coming up, Dixon? Do you know? If not, I can look yeah. it up. Yes, that is not this weekend, but next. All right, so that'll be Friday, November 3rd. Uh, when When's the draft uh, coming up? Do we know? The draft? Yeah, like you guys uh, split uh, captains and pick teams, okay. right?
3: I cannot remember when we did it. I want to say it was the Wednesday before that. So maybe Friday. next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that right? Is it next weekend or is it this weekend?
4: Uh, next. So this Friday coming up would be the twenty seventh, and okay. then the following will be the third. Yeah. Okay. So this you still got a couple sure. weeks. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, that'll be um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I know a lot of bragging rights go into this because I've heard Danny and Jacob and the guys go at it about. Well, I struck you out, but we won the games, and
3: yeah. also it, it's pretty cool how much you guys put into this. No, it, get, it gets a little intense. It it definitely did last year. We played it where um, if you won the first two games, you still could lose if you lost the third game by a run differential. So that's what the argument was about. We yeah. won. We
4: won two games, yeah, but we won
3: the big yeah, one when it counted. Well, so. the argument was we won on Saturday, and we still had the bottom of the ninth to hit but they shut it off and so you missed next, in the bat right but the on sunday the other team won and they still got to keep hitting in the bottom of their inning so that was the argument that was that was thrown <laughs> up but Coach Godwin shut it
7: down.
3: <laughs> yeah. I love that y'all care about this. And, yeah. uh, he's like, guys, what are we doing?
4: Come on uh, But, man, it's uh, going to be a lot of fun. And and to have uh, Clemson at Clark LeClaire, I was uh, not able to get out there during a football weekend. But Ryan uh, was talking about, you know, not exactly opening day crowd, but he was like a cold February
3: game, like regular season game. You'll see similar numbers. He was very impressed with the crowd out there. Yeah. Even at Virginia, I was it- – there's been some good crowds at our scrimmages and it's really cool to see people show out for stuff like that.
4: All right, uh, Dixon, we're going to try to fix this
3: uh, football team, win some games. I'm excited for Hoops. They will win some basketball games this year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the basketball games. Going to those and, you know, seeing those guys do it yeah
4: i think we're gonna be good men and women's side so excited about that and that'll roll right into baseball and softball season and uh we know cliff uh gonna have a good team hopefully coach winkler and company do as well but uh exciting time with uh with basketball approaching and the purple gold world series approaching as well dixon thanks for hanging out with us man we'll let you get back to work and i uh, talk to you again down the road all right thank y'all all right that was my chat with east carolina infielder dixon williams and uh i, I love the the buy-in he has that's he says hey uh I, i'm a pirate I've, uh well i've wanted to be a pirate i am here even if things don't go right for me this year uh I'm, i'll be back the following season so he is all in dedicated and uh ready to see him reach his full potential here at east carolina we had someone uh, on the chat Jim, uh say what does the baseball what's the baseball schedule look like any florida or california trips california uh cal state fullerton will be here for the uh, regional only trips uh for the clark leclerc keith leclerc classic good grief sorry guys uh trip to florida to boca raton mouth of the rat for a conference game uh but that looks like the only trip there uh they'll be going to nola to take on tulane late in the year uh non-conference a lot of home games uh of course you got that tuesday game against campbell uh we do have north carolina uh i got a trip to lynchburg to take on liberty 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 utsa will be a roadie as well so uh a lot of a lot of baseball for the locals this year here in greenville especially in the non-con they will go to wilmington uh, they will go to norfolk to face odu as well and a raleigh to take on nc state all right uh, let's take a break when we return brian bailey will join us on the halloween express a live line got that on the way when we roll on pirate radio live here on a monday back with you after this
1: listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by carolina caliber eastern north carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years visit carolina caliber to shop today now back to the show
0: all right welcome back to the program order jersey mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right at your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest jersey mike sub location Jersey Mike's a sub above. And also, Greenville Utilities' Neighbor-to-Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance for their utility costs. You can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month. Or you can make a one-time donation. And GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor-to-Neighbor Program. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip
4: Bry. Welcome back to pirate radio live here on a monday sean handling the audio production duties today our thoughts are with shirley rhodes she has a family issue we've got joe wee hanging out with us here on the video production big dog here and i'm here and earlier today brian bailey was right here in this chair talking to ecu hall of famer robert jones great chat today on the brian bailey show and uh bb you always uh you always got a little pep in your step when you get to talk to one of if not your all-time favorite pirates and cowboys
2: yeah i tell you what we go way way back i, I still remember the day he was drafted and i i had a license plate that i had at cowboys and he autographed it for me and i still have it with uh with a big, with one of his jerseys that he signed for me in the bonus room. So he's, uh, he's always been one of my favorites, and he's always, you know, got his eye on East Carolina and Pirate football. So I thought it'd be interesting to talk to him.
4: No doubt, and uh, I like, I, li- I love the chat because he gave his thoughts on current day what's going on talk to the nfl i loved uh, hearing him say his team would have whipped zay's team's butt uh, it was a great chat so if you missed it check that out uh, right now on youtube uh, you can download it where you get your podcast or you can hear it on these airwaves at six o'clock and kind of talked about this bailey if you're gonna fix what's going on with pirate football it's probably not going to happen here in these next uh, five or whatever games. Uh, it's going to have to be something in the offseason because you got what you got at this point And it's just it's not gotten any better. And boy, Saturday was about as bad as it gets on offense. You almost have to split the conversations when you talk ECU football into an offensive chat and a defensive chat because they're playing good enough defensively to win some games, but clearly uh, not on the offensive side.
2: Yeah, and that's, it's got to be really frustrating. I think you know, as we, as we talked about it at noon today, a lot of it is confidence, and a lot of it is, is you know, wh- where do you get that confidence from? Where do you, where do you, where do you start on offense? I mean, you know, the joke in the stands on Saturday was when uh, Wood had the interception. You know, somebody get a block, somebody get a block. It's our best chance of school, yep. and and you know that's how it really was. I mean, it was just a really frustrating day for everybody on the offensive side of the football. Uh, I I think they have good players. I just think some of the players aren't playing up to their capabilities. Uh, But, yeah, like you said, I mean, they're 19-point underdogs, I think, this week. I think the number is 19, I think I saw that. Yeah, 18,
4: 19, something like that, yeah. Yeah,
2: something like that. Um, You know, Tulane's going to come to town. Tulane's a really good football team. Pirates played them tough last year down in New Orleans, but, uh, you know, that was last year, and this is a very good team. that's coming to Greenville in that 330 kickoff in two weeks. Yeah. you know the Navy game; it's always difficult to play Navy, even though I don't think Navy's as good as they have been. But uh, still, when you can't score, it's hard to win anything, and that's that's the thing right
4: now. Yeah, and uh, no coaching changes, as we have heard right now, Bailey. So looks like they're going to continue it. And look, I, look, I, I love Donnie. You love Donnie. He's uh, just a great guy. And if you do make a change there right now, I don't think it'll fix anything. Uh, but having said that, I mean, you just – you can't have 83, 88 passing yards in a football game in 2023 and and just say it's acceptable. So, I, I'm of the opinion where, yeah, there there probably needs to be a change made, but I don't think it's going to help anything to make that change if you do it in season. So, it's a real it's – a, it's a weird spot to be in kind of.
2: Yeah, and, you know, all these coaching staffs, I mean, yes, it's a business. I get that. And Coach – Houston's going to have to make some really big decisions, I think, at some point, whether it's you know this week, next week, or in the off season. I think it'll be in the off season. but but they're still they're like families, and and they affect families, and so you know it, it's it's really hard. But I think, but Coach Houston knows whose butt is on the line. Whose butt do you think it's on the line? It's Coach Houston. He knows that. Yeah. So he's going to have to make some very difficult decisions, you know, at some point. And you know, I don't know if Lincoln Riley could come back and score with this bunch right now because I just don't think that that. You know, there's something there's something missing as far as what the offense does, and I don't think the light's going to come on. But it's it's just a, it's really frustrating for everybody involved. If they if you can't score in football, and you can't move the football, you can't you're not getting any push on first down. You, you know, you look at it second down, you're not getting anything. And then you're third and long. And you're punting. I mean, it was it was really difficult to watch on Saturday.
4: Brian Bailey joining us. Looking forward to Mac McCarthy joining us on Tuesday where we dive into college football and man, we've got a ton to talk about from Saturday. It was it was Test Saturday where teams got tested and texas survived against houston oklahoma survived against ucf washington survived against arizona state all one score games where teams were were pretty big favorites uh in those matchups um one team that didn't survive bailey was north carolina losing to virginia and you said it last monday when we talked like, like over the years yeah virginia's had north carolina's number and uh, but we—I don't think either one of us gave the Wilders a chance on Saturday. How about that, thirty-one to twenty-seven, and that'll knock North Carolina out of the top ten and knock them out of a, a championship chase.
2: Yeah, and I—I I said this, I did say I said they give them fits, but I followed that up with I don't see it this year. I really didn't see that at all. And Virginia just—you know—they—they they played much better than they have all year, and that—that that gives everybody hope. Virginia was one in five going to play a top ten team on the road. So, I mean, there's always a chance that something can spark, and uh, it sparked for Virginia. And North Carolina you know, didn't play all that well, and they, they kept, Virginia kept hanging around, hanging around. In fact, Virginia would have won that game you know, by a larger margin, but they fumbled the football to one-yard line yeah. out of the end zone and kept Carolina in the game. But Carolina couldn't take advantage.
4: And, Bailey, every Monday we try to figure out who's good in the NFL. And yeah. this is kind of unlike college because the NFL is designed for everybody to kind of be around the same and parody and all that. But you can go a whole NFL season and not figure out who's good. And yesterday the examples uh, certainly were the Bills losing at New England. Um, the Lions, who I said all week last week were for real, uh, losing 38-6 to to the Ravens. And uh you just can't figure out week to week what's going on. Those were two uh surprisers yesterday.
2: And you know, I I love I love college football, but I've always been a big fan of the pros. And I thought I was turning, you know, spinning hey, the kick him out. They're watching different games. Sorry. And you know, it it, it it gets to me. It gets to me that that you know, like the Giants and the Commanders yesterday. I mean, the Giants had tons of fans all the them. He's on rooting like crazy. I mean, I don't want to talk about that game. Yeah. You know. I know you don't, but it, but it was just you know, and everywhere you turn, I mean, teams that were you know one and five, two and four, that basically out of the playoffs already, but still, everybody was there, had their jerseys on yeah. for their team. I mean, but there's a dark side to the NFL too, you know, the drunk side. That's that's a bad deal. But, well, there's a video of a fight well,
4: every uh, every week.
2: Yeah, exactly. It was
4: a big day for one and fives, Bailey. You said it. The Broncos were one and five. They win. Uh, the let's see, Giants were one in five, they won. Patriots were one in five, they won. Bears were one in five, they won. If you were one in five uh yesterday, it was a great day for you.
2: Yeah, and it was it was really like I said, just sitting around, just watching the games and watching the end of them and seeing how everything played out. I mean, the NFL is such such a parody driven league, and they I don't know how people you know I know lots of people that do gamble on games like that. I just know how they do it and how they win, but. Uh, some, some people are successful at it, but it's got to be difficult.
4: Oh, I was here last Monday talking about my picks and how uh, how amazing I was. Uh, I lost how many in a row to start? Joey, was it six? I think I lost the first six games out of our picks. Uh, I, it was terrible. Terrible day for picks yeah. uh, across the board. Uh, I won two islands. <laughs> Tonight, the 49ers at Vikings, Monday night football. And uh, Bailey saw Keaton catch a ball, look good. But then Chandler mentioned something about uh, – a hammy or something? No, uh, what, what was it, Chandler?
0: Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I was wondering where he went, especially with the uh, with the uh, score being like it was. And then I went to Twitter. You can just search up his name, and I saw that he was dealing with a hamstring injury. Man, so. oh, hate
4: that. I know because you've and and boy, he looked good running that football after he caught it yesterday uh you just hope bailey these things can can come in bunches and you just hope i mean the ravens believe in them they they want them on the team they didn't get rid of them the first time he got hurt they uh they kept him around so they clearly like him but you just hope he can uh stay on the field
2: yeah the hamstring's a really strange deal man you gotta get that thing totally well or you'll tweak it again
4: well, bb brian bailey joining us uh bailey good to uh to hear from you man and uh glad you're you're doing you're doing well right now right you were in uh good spirits today
2: it's good good great spirits man everything's good so we just keep on keeping on yes sir all right bb thank you man all right sounds good thanks
4: man the legendary brian bailey joining us on the halloween express live line greenwood's premier halloween superstore (laughs) (laughs) halloween express right now you making fun of me who said that
0: me? I just said superstore. Superstore. Okay. You got offended. I did. And I wasn't even making fun of you. I'm a little
4: sensitive today, man. I'm Gosh. sorry. I'm sorry. That was on me. It's okay. That's on me for being soft. I was a little soft. <laughs> Who no. said that? Are y'all making fun of me? I right, so now I'm making fun of you. I'm trying I, I, to right, do a, fun an, of you. an interview with Bailey. And we got Bob Braxton. Thanks for the cookies, but then he's making faces and doing jumping jacks.
0: Yeah, I don't know what Bob was doing. Bob we was a, on
4: with it. <laughs> We got a supposed bouncer here. Didn't do anything. Bob was he's out. He's out of here.
0: Did he not? Okay. Bob's gone. They, he uh, saw. He saw Joey turn the corner. And he, he got said, the, the hell out. To get out of here. <laughs> I can't do anything until things get physical. It wasn't. Physical but I either. do have a cookie for you.
4: Oh, thank and you. And some
0: nuts. Uh,
4: Spicy and regular. Tyler says, stop it, like Chan. He said, nah, that was on Chan. Terrible. Thank you, Tyler. Appreciate that, man. Tyler.
0: Tyler, shut, yeah, shut hell up. Shut up.
4: <laughs> Just shut up. Hey, y'all, I, right, hey, sorry. Sorry. y'all leave Tyler alone. Sorry. No, I haven't liked Tyler for some <laughs> time now. Yeah, y'all got beef?
0: Yeah, me and Tyler don't really rock with it. No, I like, like. Tyler, <laughs>
4: so I don't want to get started. We that. don't really write like that. Nah. <laughs> you don't know me like that. Uh let's see. Ryan says fragile ego. Yeah, maybe. Eric, who said that eric said clip is having a case of the mondays if there's any monday to have a case of the mondays it That's would be right, this monday yeah. seven points for my college team seven points for my pro team the only reason either one of them both of them scored touchdowns they were given to them on a fumble punt and they both lost the two fat lords fat i'm talking fat fat L- just fat so's biff and dayball And then the Giants have a fat defensive coordinator, too, Wink Martindale. Just a bunch of fatties up there, and they're beating my teams. And the only thing I'm thankful for is that Mark Mangino, Romeo Cornell, and Charlie Weiss's fat asses aren't on my schedule this year because they would beat my teams, too. Because the fatter you are, the more you beat my team. Now, how am I, a fat guy, losing these games to these fatties?
0: One, you're not in the game. Two, you're not coaching the game. And they better be glad. Maybe you're not fat enough. And you better the Washington Commanders better be glad that you're not a head
4: coach. Hey Ron, get out of the weight room. Open your mouth. Get fat, Ron. Open your mouth and speak for once in your life, and open that mouth and feed it with a foot long, and get fat. Take note, Ron. You in shape? (laughs) Can you say "bastard" on the radio? no that's not a good word no
0: nah. I don't know if you can but no don't say that I'm not that's Bass not it just spell it just spell it
4: it's not a good word I love Ron a very such a great guy man
0: by the way ding 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 I don't like Jack
4: De- Del Rio I don't like him
0: where to spell the word that was good spelling
4: thanks doesn't take much to impress you does it right. let's take a break was that mean <laughs> a little bit <laughs> Oh, okay. a little bit i am I a, a meanie, man just trying, a little bit i'm trying hold on baby girls a little bit we'll do our fleet feet rundown when we return brought yes, to you sir. by fleet feet they run for you one-on-one service that's right baby we'll talk about that and send it over to hour three we do three hours every day every five day. days a week my goodness it's crazy uh we got 40 more viewers than we have likes could Come y'all hit on. the thumb please it's the red button is free. Could you take the thumb out of wherever it is and smash it? And smash your thumb on the thumb. And then this, there's this button called subscribe. Hit that too. <laughs> hit that too. And then hit share. And then hit click. Just hit every button on your screen. Every single button. Just to be safe. Like, just like
0: Will Ferrell did in Elf, where he <laughs> punched all, he literally touched all the buttons on the elevator. Yes. Do that with your computer. Hit
4: every button. And it'll, it'll start working faster, too. People forget that. Uh, Tyler says, I heard Joey wants Matt Rule back. Dang. Man, that is, is that's offensive. what's going on in the streets?
6: No.
0: I hope, you know what? We're going to change this luck thing around for me, though, because I'm going to go to the Panther game this weekend. You're going. So, watch. The the
4: Pirates might beat UTSA, and then me going to uh, Charlotte, and the Chandler, Panthers beat Texas. Chandler's going to San Antone. Joey's going to Charlotte. This whole baby's about to turn around. Yeah. We'll take a break. Come back more after this.
6: It's coming closer.
1: listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by carolina caliber eastern north carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years visit carolina caliber to shop today now back to the show
0: all right welcome back to the program do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties are you curious about this current real estate market do you need a property manager for rental houses ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857.
4: Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Jason Nichols joining us here in just a few moments. Josh on Facebook says, Biff and Dayball make us bigger guys look fit. I don't know what it is, man. I, I had an extreme distaste for Rob Ryan. I think he turned me off to all fat coaches. I hated Rob Ryan. But I liked Rick Majeris. I wish we had that Rick Majeris cut where he talks about Rudy Gay. It's one of my all time favorites. I don't know if we have it. Might be in the old sports bar folder. Um, I, You know what? It's not worth getting right now uh douglas says how does mike houston have time to do those power water commercials oh, those commercials take like 30 seconds doesn't take long douglas you can do more than one thing that's not why we're struggling i don't like when people do the well if cam newton spent less time putting that stupid hat on yeah, he yeah. wouldn't have thrown, it. it don't have anything to do with anything oh people said it last year if holton ayers wouldn't do every commercial if whole nailers wouldn't go to pirate radio, they'd be practicing. They win more games. Shut up. Or when the Steelers had Juju Smith, like,
7: if you would stop doing those TikTok dances on the field, they'd win games.
4: Well, that might be true.
7: They'd win games. Come
4: on. Now. <laughs> 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 All it does, is it, I mean, now it says when Juju's doing stuff like that, when Cam is doing stuff like that, it's it puts a target on your back. Sure, absolutely. When you do anything outside of the norm it's going to get more attention and more negative attention but it has nothing to do with results nothing to do with anything if cam newton dressed like a normal human being his numbers would have been the exact same as they are right now Yep. facts get some facts and come back and see me chad says what about andy reed i like andy reed He's a good fat guy. I'm not saying I hate all fat coaches, but there's a lot of them that I do. I, I hate these guys because they're beating my teams. I am I guess I'm a Biff fan now, to be honest. I've done a 180 on Biff. Called him a joke. He got mad because people asked him three questions and picked them last. Said, these guys don't know anything. I said, oh, yes, they do, Biff. They know that you had all that roster turnover, and you're coming into this league and you're not going to win any games this year well guess what they did win a game and it was against east carolina in greenville and it was embarrassing so biff knows what he's talking about and i'm the fool i'm the fat fool fleet feet rundown brought to you by fleet feet i drove by there today you can go see him at the old gordon's golf location on east arlington boulevard fleet feet 207 east arlington boulevard they run for you they got the tools with the 3d foot scanner they got the one-on-one service and all of the aboard uh all the aboard. coming up tonight i saying that right all of the above what am i saying board for 49ers at vikings monday night football you got two baseball games today right with one starting in uh just a few minutes diamondbacks at phillies the bank will be rocking once again it is an absolute madhouse Aaron Nola on the mound to try to close it out and advance to the World Series. And how about the Rangers series tied three to three? They play tonight in Houston. So we will know our World Series coming up tomorrow. And if it's Rangers, if it's Phillies, Astros, that is going to be gross. I got to be honest. The Phillies are turning into a team that I'm interested in because I want to see them lose. I probably won't watch a lot of World Series anyway. But if it's Diamondbacks, Rangers, my interest level is almost zero. If it's Diamondbacks, Astros, my interest level is zero. If it's Phillies, Rangers, I would at least have a rooting interest and could pull for the Rangers. So I guess I'm rooting for that. I'd like to see Philly go again and lose. Let's take a break. Fleet feet rundown. Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. Halloween Express live line. Any other plugs to get in? hey I hear a phone we'll open up the phone lines coming up in hour three and make you a winner we'll have a giveaway Chan you got our giveaway you're gonna have that ready for us in hour three yes thank you we'll take a break come back Tyler says go support cross country next week that's right we had coach Billy Caldwell yes and Kurt Kraft on the show last week I still feel bad about that I called Billy Caldwell, Billy Campbell twice, and that is my one thing I really it's just laziness. He even said Caldwell. I know. I hate when people get names wrong. I try to do my best
0: I felt bad, too, because we just talked about
4: it. I know, because I told you the type isn't his name. And I had made me look like a giant fool. So that is one thing I do try to take serious is getting people's names right, and I screwed that up last week. Sorry, coach. Good luck. Chad said, what about pulling for Jeff Hoffman in the Phillies? Chad, what about pulling your steering wheel to the left and driving off the (laughs) road? We'll be back after this.
1: bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show
0: welcome back to the show be sure to check out david price construction for all your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs run by ecu alumni david price construction specializes in commercial projects maintenance on facilities and large-scale residential renovations and additions david price construction the proud ec home services partner call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com now let's head back to prl here's your host clip
7: brock
4: oh what a difference a week makes now we got jason nichols in here fired up about falcons football
7: Got to be fired up about some clip. Good road win, nope. for your boys. Nope. Well, we just about tried to give it away three times. <laughs> <Shoot>.
4: <laughs> Sounds familiar.
7: Sounds familiar.
4: Um, I'm gonna do something here. I, we, look, I'll, we'll talk pirate football. This is pirate radio. Of course, we'll talk pirate football. But until somebody asks a question on Facebook, YouTube, or gives us a call 317-1250 about pirate football. I'm going to hit some other topics with Jason Nichols today. Okay. I mean, we talked about it at length after the game. Yeah. In fact, uh, we can go and hit this real quick. We had a Jason Nichols cut uh, that Shirley pulled earlier today that uh, she said she wanted to run it on the show because she really liked the cut. Uh, can we hear that, Chandler?
7: These are teams that we would have loved to seen on the schedule, personally. They would not come in here and beat us because, you know what, when we played here, we didn't want to lose from anybody in the state of North Carolina. That was the chip we had on our shoulder. And until we get a chip back on our shoulder, which we do not have, I don't care what they say, defense plays fine, but that chip needs to be on everybody's shoulder. It should be on the offensive shoulder, the offensive line shoulder, the quarterback shoulder. Everybody who walks on that field should have a chip on their damn shoulder about who we are as far as Pirates
4: that's a former pirate talking right there jason nichols on uh saturday
7: yeah i was a little little excited yeah a little excited
4: and for good reason uh frustrating times uh right now with east carolina so if you got a question for Jay nick uh you can get that in douglas uh, that was nine minutes ago it was a rhetorical question what if mike houston coached like a real 2020s coach That's not a real question. You got to ask a real question and we'll talk about it. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, or you can give us a call 317-1250. But I did want to bring up a topic that Glenn, uh, you mentioned earlier. So I didn't, I didn't see this till you mentioned it, Glenn. And I've got a take on it and I don't know if it's the right take. And I want to hear Coach Nichols' take on it. So you heard about the Michigan cheating stuff, right? (laughs) Stealing signs. Yes. So here's the story. Michigan staffer had tickets at 11 Big Big 12 Big 10 schools. Good grief. Um, Connor Stallions, the suspended Michigan staffer at the center of the NCAA sign-stealing probe, purchased tickets in his own name for more than 30 games over the past three years. So he purchases tickets. He's sitting in the stands and i guess he's filming the sidelines so here's my thing like anybody could do this he's not going to practices he's not like hacking into their playbook he's just looking on the sidelines which anybody can do because he's in a seat i don't know if it's that bad (laughs) i don't know if it's that i don't know if he did anything wrong I, i don't know what do you think jason because anybody could do this. I could do this Saturday at Daddy Picklin if I wanted to.
7: You, you could. But, but. You know, um... He's not doing that for no reason. He's not no. doing that because he just wants to see what the next play is going to be. Um, he is probably getting that information to someone. Sure, he he's is. doing it for the last three years. Now, they didn't, you know, I, I was around a guy that said there's no right way to do wrong. Todd Berry used to tell us that all the time. <laughs> there's okay. no right way to do wrong. It's a good one. And he's doing wrong. Right he is now. doing
4: wrong. He's doing it for nefarious reasons, but... Again, it's not—well, what was the Spygate thing? They had, like, cameras set up in the opposing team's practice, right? Now, that is going too far.
7: The walkthrough and all that. stuff. that's why people quit doing walkthroughs anyway at, like, places like that. I mean, it was— Oh, when you go on the road and stuff? Oh, yeah. When we were on the road, when I was playing, we used to go to the other people's stadium and do the walkthroughs and all that good stuff, and people quit doing that, you know? Yeah. people like to cheat man i mean yeah, yeah it's, it's, how can i get an advantage they obviously felt that and it does if i can tell you what the next play is it makes whoever's calling that next play's job a little bit easier
4: i i, I it is it's wrong i just feel like it's anybody could have done it true and is there a rule against this
7: for coaches it may not be for the average fan
4: like a written rule or a you know what unspoken unwritten rule like in baseball
7: obviously there's a written rule written rule somewhere in there because they got him with it and they're trying to uh who knows this is just another damper on my man's legacy up there. At it's always something going on. Yeah, I know? mean, he
4: missed the first four games, right?
7: Because of, you know, something off the field issues. And so I don't, I don't know, man, that's just not a good look. Um, you know,
4: I would love to see, I, I, I want to see where it goes from here. I, I, what I'd like to see is Harbaugh pulled the. Well, I didn't know he was doing this. I, I had no idea, <laughs> which would be comically, you know, well, he's incorrect.
7: already technically said that, right? Like, he didn't know anybody oh, boy. doing anything like oh, that, boy.
4: to his knowledge. I love when coaches go that route. <laughs> like Roy, Wade, like the people in North Carolina, oh, yeah. I, I didn't know any of this was going on. I had no <laughs> idea. That's hilarious. Of course he knew. Um, but I would love to see, Jason, if this was Rutgers, what would happen, yeah. as opposed to Michigan. Yeah. Now, the thing is, the Big Ten schools – have all, are all coming together against Michigan. So it's it's kind of everybody versus one, but it is a big one. It is a big boy. Yep. It is Michigan. So what would the punishment be? What would it be if it was a Ruggers? I, I don't know. But it's uh, kind of fascinating to see where this goes now, actually.
7: It, it's it's, it's going to get interesting, I guess.
4: So the league said in a statement, the Big Ten Conference considers the integrity of competition to be the utmost importance. Due to the ongoing investigation, uh, NCAA investigation, the conference has no comment at this time. Yeah. So,
7: well, everybody still signs. I mean, that's you, you have guys on your staff that are looking over there, and their whole job is they're trying to decipher those signals as quickly as they can to try to tell you what's coming.
4: We got remember it was uh, was it West Virginia that uh, was stealing Lincoln signs or something early on in his tenure. I remember that was like a big topic when we were here and my thought is change the signs cover the signs dude. make it more difficult
7: change the signal call you know like who's delivering the signal I mean which don't you, you have guys like you, have, mock signs you do have three guys I forget I was I don't know where I was at I was watching some, somebody's game here and as a coach you try to pick up who's doing what and I did I said he's the formation guy they had a guy that was signaling the formation he's the play guy and a lot of times you can tell by what they're signaling what what's coming in if you study it long enough to say okay all right, that's what they ran. Let me see if I get that again, you know. But the biggest thing that I've been able, you know, when you're around that type of stuff is change up your signal. We used to do it by quarter sometime, if you thought right. people were really on you. If they good enough to pick that guy up in a quarter – great
4: that's what they do in baseball they, they kind of they switch out the cards when they do the signs which that's changed a lot now too as far as the ear to ear. the sleeve now it's just a one two three and they look at a card
7: well and then, yeah like in the uh, major leagues now they do it through the headset thing right don't the pitcher have something in his hat and the, the, the catcher the catcher maybe, has yeah. something attached to yeah. it and he's telling him what which pitch
4: yeah it's uh which and they have the wristbands now with ECU, and yeah. they say most of that is because it's impossible to, to, steal, to steal, basically. To steal right the now, sun.
7: Yeah, you better switch. You got to be switching them up then, because once they give you one, because you see Coach Godwin sometimes over there giving them no signals, and I would bet you somebody's watching them to see if they can pick it up.
4: Did you see um, Monday Night Football last week with McCarthy when they put the camera on it? Look, they had the entire playbook. Yeah, <laughs> And again, the If you read this stuff, like, I don't know. Let me see if I can. Can I don't know if I can. Now, it's going to still
7: be like another language to you. Because you're not going to know, well, you know.
4: What does Y-Jet 4 mean to him? Yeah. 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 But the funny part was when they'd show him, and he'd have the whole card up, and you could see his lips moving. So, he was giving you both at one time. Yes. (laughs) I just found that kind of comical. But I wonder, hey, put a cover sheet on that thing, Mike. (laughs) Come on.
7: (laughs) That'll be the next uh, yeah. Step to take, you know.
4: Um. So CL didn't have a question. He said just a comment. No question. Just want to let Jason know I would run through a brick wall for him if he was my coach. That's good to hear. I appreciate it, CL. He said he'd be in a concussion protocol running into <laughs> the uh, the wall so hard.
7: So you wouldn't do me any good. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
4: Um. Question for uh, from Mark uh, for Jason. Given the issues we have, oh boy, player issue. Coaching issue, combination. Uh, given the answer you have, what's the realistic path
7: forward? Wow, that's that's a pretty intense question there. We got to get out of here at six. <laughs> you know, just just looking at it, I think it's just a. Uh, it is a. It's an issue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a probably a little bit of everything, right? Like just from the offensive standpoint, because that's where we've had the most efficiency at this year something's missing it's not clicking it has not clicked and I'm, I'm sure that's probably why you know coach houston has tried to stay in here to see if they were gonna eventually get these guys clicking but it's it's not and it affects everything so i don't i, I think at this point you got to really do you, you truly got to take a deep dive and say what is it is it the quarterback is it the o-line is it the running back is it the receivers you know is it the play caller you know, you know, were we calling the same plays last year, and what what was happening? Um, is it because we lost a lot of players from from the previous season? You know, I'm sure it's all of that. But like, you know, you 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 always got to be ready for the next guy. You know, to me, I used to get, you know, not get in it, but I used to have debates with coaches about, you know, they used still, you know, I don't want him in on that play. And I'm like, well, why? Because we won't run it with him if he's in you know if he's in the game. And I'm, and I'm like, well, okay, I fell for that when I was a young coach. And then you put somebody in there and they call that play. And you said, well, you weren't going to run that, you know, when he was in there. So you have to always get guys ready. You got to get the next guy ready to play because who knows what's going to happen. And he has to be able to go in there and execute just like that first guy would. And I can't be held hostage just because he doesn't know what to do so to me it wasn't always about practice being pretty i wanted practice to be effective so to where whoever i put in that game was ready to go execute of course there's a pecking order Mm -hmm. you know i wasn't going to put some guys in there to go take number one reps because i want the ones to be working with the number one quarterback but that twos and threes however we were rotating that those guys were i'm gonna do a lot of rotating because i need to have everybody ready to go so um in saying that, I, I don't know if it's the replacement issue. I don't know. I, I, Clip is hard, and unless you're sitting in that room, you know right. we're on the outside looking in. Yeah. You know, um, I tell you, I told you this. We were talking about this. I don't know if it ever got on video, but it was like when we were in the red zone after we got that interception last week. We we're on the 13 yard line or something like that. Uh, the second play in that series was some type of. Uh, counterplay with the quarterback and everybody's going to say well that was a bad call no what you didn't see was that lineman pulled and he didn't kick out the end if he would have kicked out the end Rajay had led up to the safety the receiver was blocking the corner the quarterback is going to score
4: I'm sure there's bad calls, but man, if a good execution don't make for a, a genius play caller, right? <laughs> you know? it's, it's about executing yeah. those
7: calls. I mean, you know, and I, and I give that. That's the frustrating part that we don't see about DK that, you know, how many times is, you know, I heard him say something, I think, in one of the, the, the deals where they had a timeout or something. No, it was coming, coming out of half, the half. Yeah. And you have seven MAs on one play. Does it matter what you call it? That
4: point? <laughs> no. Yeah, you can't call nothing at that point.
7: You know, but you know, as a coach, you don't throw players under the bus. Exactly. You know, yeah. you gotta you gotta take the bullet and and you gotta do what you gotta do. But execution is part of this thing.
4: So on that note, at the end there, Kevin says, "At what point does Mike Houston own what he calls a dumpster fire like Biff did last week?" I I don't know if Houston can say anything to make people happy right now, but. A lot of folks would like to hear, I guess, him come out and say, this is my fault, this is terrible. Uh, he did say something to the effect of it's on me to fix it. He did admit that, you know, say that on Saturday. But what I guess people really want to see him fall on the sword, Jason. So what should he say? Well,
7: you know, I, I thought he did a good job this past week when he talked about he, he has to unturn every stone and, you know, and he has to fix this thing. That's, that's you know – that's big, you know, and and he's I'm sure they do, they're they're doing that. I promise you guys, they're you know these guys make their living that way, so they they're trying to get it fixed. Now, what he probably realizes is, you know, this is probably not going to get fixed in the next five weeks. Uh, we spent what seven weeks of the season plus preseason plus whatever, and uh, so he he's he's looking into it. It won't be fixed and won't be solved right now. Yeah, it's going to be a over the you know the offseason where he's going to have to really you know look into it and, and make some tough changes probably
4: all right we got some good questions rolling in austin says as a former player i know jay nick and marcus appreciate the fans still going to the games to support the kids he said but as a fan the only vote we have we get to have is voice with our wallets by not going to games and financially supporting the staff and program that are producing a subpar product on the field so to Jay, Nick, what is a balanced approach to this dilemma? <laughs> of course, the answer is keep spending your money and NIL and everything. But that is tough to say when you're doing that and it's it's not going good.
7: Yeah, I, I and trust me, man. I, I, I get where those guys are coming from a little bit because you're right. I mean, the only voice they truly have that they can voice is not showing up or not giving money. Um, if they feel that their uh, frustrations are falling on deaf ears. But um, I I think Pirate Nation, I've learned a lot this year sitting in this booth with you guys is that they're passionate, um, and it's contagious because I get caught up in it sometimes. I try to stay as neutral as I can about most things, but I mean it's natural. I mean, I you know, I it's it's frustrating to see the team that you like struggle so bad, and you're like, well, why are we this bad? And we've we've you know, we we were, we've been through situations where we've played better, and 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 uh, but I don't know. I don't know if this is not the face of college football moving forward for a lot of people because of the NIL, mm-hmm. the transfer rules and all that stuff. I mean, that's the that's the take about this thing that people got to realize is that, yeah, you can go and get some guys, but you're going to lose some guys too. And if you lose the, the right ones here at East Carolina University, which we are a development program, you lose those guys that you have put a lot into that have developed, you're back to step one
4: mike p likes to joke around this is a tongue (coughs) tongue tongue-in-cheek question excuse me uh but it's pretty funny so he said should ecu leverage the fact that they've developed and sent kids to power five schools in recruiting so
7: he says hey you come here we'll get you to oregon you know what i know that sounds (laughs) tongue-in-cheek i've heard people doing that you know what i'm saying like i've heard people Talk like come it. here
4: for a year or two yeah
7: and we'll get you to the power of five so that is actually being said i have heard wow say that
4: so that's what a that's world their we recruiting live in
7: pitch now because you're they're, and they're probably being honest because let's just keep it real i mean the top receiver over at north carolina came from kent state
4: yeah <laughs> well our guy uh Winstead last year was uh, a rocket.
7: Was a rocket. Yeah. I mean, so I, I think – now, I'll I tell you this. A guy said this uh, – here again, you hear me bring his name up all the time. Tyberry said this about f- three or four years ago before all this stuff hits. He said, you're going to have people like Alabama, that which they're doing, who's going to start recruiting people's rosters, and, and they're going to develop a whole department because they can do it at Alabama. They got all the money in the world to set up them a recruiting department to scout – All the top players in the group of five, and you know those guys sit in a room all day, and all they do is watch film and start ranking these guys and finding out who they can go get.
4: That's why I said Siobhan Revel made some money on that Thursday night when we were about the only game on, and he had that game and. (laughs) <laughs> it makes me nervous as a pirate, but I said, "Good for him." Yes, because he's cause he, in the spotlight.
7: I, I know people don't, don't want to hear that. Yep. I hope he stays a pirate. Sure. hope We're dead wrong on it, but you're right. He's too pretty. He's long, and, and <laughs> all all he did, all those other guys who might have been interested in him said, "Was hey, go play at East Carolina. Let's watch you play for a little bit, and if you live up to the hype, we're coming back to get you."
4: Man, uh, Jamie and Heidi uh, bringing up Raheem Jeter's name. Uh, Jamie says, it's got to be time for Jeter, right? And Heidi says, do you think we'll see Jeter put in before the end of the year?
7: If I'm guessing, if I'm really evaluating everybody, I would say you're going to see Jeter at some point. Yeah. Um, I think you got to find out what he is, because if you're going to you know, bring in new guys to play at that position, You probably need to be honest and upright and fair with him to see whether or not he's going to be a valuable option uh, for a lot of reasons. One, for him, but two, also for you as a coach to protect yourself, uh, to get as many good guys in here as you can that can come in here and compete at a high level. So um, I would suspect that you would probably see him play at some point in time just because you need to evaluate him. All
4: right. I put it on you, uh, the chatters, and y'all delivered great questions uh, for Jason Nichols today, and keep them coming in because we got more to go on Pirate Radio Live. Let's go ahead and get a break in, though. We'll come back and have more for you. Hour three of the show. Uh, Runners, first and second, bottom of the first. No score between the Diamondbacks and the Phillies. We'll be back with you on Pirate Radio Live after this.
0: At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville, and at CarolinaCaliberCompany.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock.
4: All right, what are y'all doing over there?
0: I was just trying it's to like, see like if don't he stutter, stutter, don't stutter. Because yeah. you know he's he did all right.
4: Starter you did good hey you're doing good today man stepping up thank you man. doing one more next man up John. We got joey we got the big dog here uh, jason nichols to my left
0: uh larry and Raleigh just called and said that you guys are doing a good job so hey uh, thanks larry yeah. he said
4: we'll be all right and you're so, doing a good job listening buddy he
0: says he's been here Very since nice. the pat die days
4: wow so. okay uh yeah we mentioned it, and jason even said it during the break great questions chat gang. Uh, he said he had to think about some of those. You made him think today. Yes, was... um, and I'm not going to pick on you Kenny or Greg but I have asked this question to Jason at least two or three times already this year and we'll run over it one more time. Mm-hmm. So I'm picking on myself because I keep asking him what can we do to call plays when you have this offensive line situation? <laughs> How do you mask it Jason? What's your answer to that?
7: Man, uh, the, the experience I've had <clears throat> with it when I was at ULM, we weren't very good up front. And it was a tough situation over there. We tried to put as much as we could. And this is, you know, here's the other part. We tried to put a lot of what we thought could could supplement the run game on the receivers as far as screen game. And we had to challenge them. Like, like listen, when we throw a screen over here, it has to get four yards. It was, it, we got to go get in a fist fight out there on the perimeter. <laughs> And you receivers, when you catch it, you got to get downhill. You got to get me four. And we, we, those guys bought into that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, this is another way for you, us to get you the football. So if y'all block from one another, you'll get more touches, you'll get more opportunities to touch the ball. And so that was one of the ways that we kind of, you know, got the run game kind of. See- and when you wa- did, you watch the Miami Dolphins last night? Yeah. A-, a lot of their run game was tossing it to receivers, coming out of motion, coming yeah. out of twirls, and trying to get it on the perimeter, because they knew they weren't going to move the front of that. Uh, philadelphia eagles or whatnot. right yeah and so you know when we would go and play teams like auburn and in florida state and places like that we weren't finna to move the front so we had to try to find creative ways to get the ball and establish some type of run game and that was one of them um you still at some point got to be able to slam a run in there just so they'll respect it or whatnot um i also think uh, believe it or not
4: Back to back home runs for the Diamondbacks.
7: Now, why couldn't the Braves do that? Oh, you know, what I mean, nah, nah. Uh, come on,
4: Aaron Nola giving them up. Two nothing.
7: God dog. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, and there were other things we did. We we had a system in place where in the passing game, we gave our quarterbacks and our receivers the ability because most people hear empty and they get scared of it, right? Because they said, "Well, they're going to blitz you." You know, if you get... well, we had a way that we handled that. We had what we had a uh, hot reads and they weren't reads that quarterback told that receiver I want you to go hot right now it was a signal we gave him and we worked on it I mean we actually had fire zone periods in practice and all we did was work on replacing and being in the spot and it frustrated people I mean we and I can go pull up film we played TCU they wanted to blitz the heck out of us and you know what they had to do get out of it <laughs> because we had a receiver catch one break and I thought we always used to stress make one guy miss and you got a touchdown and we make a guy miss that DC has to say, well, you know, I can't keep doing that all day. They've proven that they know how to get the ball out of their hands, that I'm not getting home. So you got to do things like that to kind of offset what you're seeing yeah. if you're struggling to move the ball.
4: Takes them out of what they do best too, right? It Takes can. Them. So
7: yeah, because now they sit in the zone, and they're playing into your hands. You yeah. Know?
4: Good stuff uh, from Jason Nichols. Um, Jamie says, question: Who had the worst loss this weekend? ecu detroit Lions, buffalo bills usc unc or penn state to me that answer is easy yeah, to me it's north carolina Yeah, losing as that big of a favorite at home as the number 10 team in the country this was not one of the games you were supposed to worry about if you're north carolina it was duke maybe state just because they're in state it was not this one you know penn state could still beat michigan maybe and still do something this year USC, that was bad, but let's face it, Utah owns USC at this point. That's four in a row, I think, Yes, over them. Uh, and in the NFL, you always got time to make it up, so that don't even matter. Uh, I would have to go North Carolina, Jason. That was uh, pretty shocking.
7: I-, I think that is – you're right. As I sit here, I'm always say, well, it's the Pirates because we're Pirates fans. <laughs> but, um, no, you're right. When you look at the grand scheme of thing. And that's why as coaches, you, don't, you you try never to overlook anybody. We
4: talked about this with you last week, I yes. think. Like, do you really yes. do it every week? Every all, week yeah.
7: you have to because, you know what, those guys are on scholarship over there too. And they're in the ACC just like you. And if you walk out there and think you're going to roll your helmet on that field and they're going to bow down to you, you're mistaken, <laughs> man. And so... Um, you gotta go out here and approach every game like it's the Super Bowl, because especially in that situation, because you don't get a chance to redo in the NFL. Ah, we'll see them again. Yeah, you know I'll get a chance as long as we continue to just play well. I can have one bad week. One bad week in college football normally means you're going to be out of the playoff hunt. Yep,
4: that's the way it goes. And uh, sure, sure, North Carolina could still win the ACC and a lot would have to happen for i think they're done with the playoff could still have a successful season but the ultimate goal is is wiped off because of one bad night in chapel hill against virginia uh we got another run coming across they are touching up aaron nola here in the second inning it is diamondbacks three phillies nothing and this is the most stress we've seen philadelphia under in their home park jason i think the braves had Maybe a one nothing lead or something like that. but
7: and then we gave up the home run.
4: Yeah, they have been ahead pretty much all times in that ballpark. So let's see how they respond. Um, all right, we need to make somebody a winner, Chandler. So uh, give me some George Strait or Red Hot Chili Peppers, whatever you call them. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Wild Power Radio, you're kind of awesome. All right, Sean, what are we giving away today? Let's give away a shrimp taco lunch to Chico's. All right, Chico's can be yours. 317-1250 <laughs> on the Halloween Express live line. We'll take caller number four right now. 317-1250. Uh, Como se dice uh, shrimp in Espanol. Uh, shrimp in espanol is es, um, oh, oh no. you stump me no <laughs> no, <laughs> no it like, it's like well or? pesca is what what's fish oh pescado is fish yeah yeah fish what'd you say
7: Jace something with a T <laughs> nah yeah wait uh, nah, that, I'm, a, I'm camarones
4: a, camarones shrimp camarone. camarones camarones yeah all right camarones tacos do
7: you the have a uh, Spanish background
4: yep. Puerto Rican. You're
7: supposed to know that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, man, what are you you doing? This
0: is the thing, though. It's like, all right, Coach, what's the uh, last play you called in the last game of you, Coach?
4: 24 Uh, (laughs) power. Okay. (laughs) Got him. Got me. (laughs) Just playing. But I had an answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you (laughs) could have made something up. Oh, no, I want to give you a real (laughs) fact. I appreciate it. I mean, I could make something up every time. (laughs) All right, we'll uh, get to your winning call, 317-1250, and Caller 4 back with you after this. Give it
2: away, give it away, give it away now! Give it away, give it away, give it away now! Give it away, give it away, give it away!
7: away.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
0: All right, welcome back to the show. Orthopedics and Sports Medicine Center has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU orthopedics east and sports medicine center provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in eastern north carolina for more information call 757-2663 or visit OrthoEast.com. Now let's head back into pirate radio live here's your host clip brock good read chan but uh i thought old. <laughs> yeah i yeah i forgot but he, he's got the next one
4: i thought joey uh was gonna show how it's done maybe next time now back to the show reread no no you do the next one we'll get you on the next one uh diamondbacks up three nothing and that will be the score heading into the bottom of the second inning if you know this show and me you know i don't like bryce harper but my respect for him continues to grow, and for him to play first, and he is a very awkward-looking first baseman in everything he does, from stretching off the bag to catching short hops, even that uh, he just fielded a ground ball looked kind of awkward, but just shows the kind of player he is to, to be at that position and, and be so good. But, hey, I, I'm glad the Phillies are losing right now, Jason. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. No doubt. All right, uh, congratulations to Larry, our winner. Got that uh, shrimp taco at Chico's. Uh, Chad had a question earlier on YouTube. He said, is Jason ready for his Tennessee Oilers this weekend? What are they wearing, the uh, throwbacks this weekend, Chad? Is that why he said that? Tennessee Titans versus your Falcons this weekend.
7: I am ready. <laughs> Falcons is gonna get that dub.
4: They how'd they do it yesterday? Was it just defense and running like now,
7: they you know what? We should have blew them out. We turned the ball over twice inside the five yard line. Mm. Like we fumbled a snap and then he was going in the score. I saw it out. And he had the ball in his inside arm, which is cardinal rule number one and the guy came and punched it out that's 14 points right there can't do that and then he did something else uh that i missed but it was on like the 20 yard line it was still in the red zone though
4: man falcons uh four and three top of the division a shaky four and three but four and three and a very important game next week with tennessee who will be coming off a bye i believe and uh, you got. You said you got some uh, friends on that staff.
7: Yeah, I got a guy, Scott Booker, coaches the safeties, and of course Terrell Williams is a D-line yep. guy we played with here. He's a pirate, so you know I I, I won't be disappointed if they win. <laughs> but. I'm, I am a Falcons fan.
4: Terrell Williams was in the news preseason uh, because he was the head coach of a preseason game, which is a really – I hope that's a really cool trend we see moving forward uh, all right. with all these and giving them head coaching experience in a preseason game. But you think uh, we see his name on some lists maybe in the, in the next off seasons?
7: Man, you y- – y- with this, they got to turn the season around. Right. everything is based off whether or not you're winning and sure. all that good stuff. If they can get this season turned around, I'm, I hope this, he can get his name out there. And uh, he's he's been in the league now for a while. So. Yeah,
4: good to see uh, once again. Yesterday, Jason, it, it's uh, who's good, who's bad. Our surprises yesterday, Patriots. How much had they scored going into this game? Let me look back. They scored twenty nine on the Bills yesterday. Mm-hmm. They sc- before that they scored seventeen zero three 15 17 20 right, they had never they hadn't come close to 29 points really 29 in a win over buffalo yesterday
7: was it a lot of turnovers by the bills
4: There was uh an early one uh by josh allen an interception that set up their first touchdown but uh yeah the patriots were able to um throw the football 272 yards only ran the ball for 96 yards uh, so it was uh, a Josh Allen. He had one uh, interception. It was just a, a Bill Belichick gutted out victory uh, for New England. The other head scratcher was uh, Detroit going to Baltimore. Not necessarily losing. They were underdogs by three in the game, mm-hmm. but it's twenty eight to nothing at halftime and over. That was pretty shocking.
7: Well, um, you know the thing that I, I watched that game. That is the game I watched yesterday, and I tell you what, I think Todd Monk and you know he he's he's a great play caller you know he he does what you want to do keep people off balance calling plays and stuff and so um i've liked how he has definitely helped develop lamar i mean you know i think they're leading the league in passing or something like that right now something i heard this morning so who would have ever thought that about lamar you know
4: yeah uh just a monster game yesterday for him 357 three touchdowns of course had a running touchdown and uh they are five and two, kind of a quiet five and two, I think, for Baltimore this year.
7: And, and you probably want to be the quiet five and two. Let's be a quiet ten and twelve, you know, <laughs> yeah. ten and two and twelve and two, and just you know, just keep doing your job.
4: And they need to keep winning because that division is pretty fascinating. We saw the Browns win yesterday in a weird one uh, against the Colts. They're four and two. Steelers win on the road every time Mike Tomlin's an underdog, he wins. Usually when they're a favorite, he loses. But uh, they go on the road. That's a good win for them to beat L.A. And then the Bengals are off. They have won two in a row, uh, but they had to bye yesterday. So that one feels like it's going to go all 18 weeks. That's going to be a tight one, I think.
7: Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's been a competitive league right there. For for the last few years, they've been really competitive. So the one that you used to be able to count on was the Browns. And now <laughs> – exactly. You know, they're finding ways to win it even, not on, not with an offense. I mean, the guy jumped over and blocked the field goal. And, wow, saved the game for those guys. But um, they're, they're doing a great job, man.
4: Former Pirate Jerome Bacon checking in. Uh, long-time listener, fellow depressed Washington fan. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, Jason, foot five. Foot five, baby. Appreciate you, brother. He said, seems like our receivers are not polished in route running, uh, snagging the ball and snagging the ball with their hands. They have issues getting separation or knowing when to sit in zones or driving back to the ball on hitches. Um, look, we have talked quarterback, line. We've talked about the receivers, but not today, so we can go ahead and bring them up too, Jason. But that, that has been disappointing this year.
7: Yeah, you know, man, it's it's so much that goes into a receiver getting the ball anyway because, you know, one thing that has to happen, the quarterback has to make the right read, has to make the right throw. you got to run the right route. O-line, O-line has to protect it. All that has to go on before you ever get a chance to touch the ball. And so uh, I didn't like to let those opportunities pass me by. I wanted to make sure I was right where I needed to be. and um, But, you know, those guys have struggled a little bit this year with some of those things. You know, um, it's just part of the game. Um, You know, a new group. Um, that needed to step up. The disappointing thing is maybe the two veteran guys haven't stepped up as much as you would like to have seen those guys with Josiah and and Jalen. And who knows? I mean, you know, sometimes as a receiver, you can do your job well, and the ball just never comes your way. But um, it's it's been a little bit of a disappointment watching it a little bit this year. No real dynamic guy to go to.
4: Is that something you, you talked about with, with the receivers that, hey, guys, there are limited opportunities. Unless you are Justin Jefferson today or Tyreek Hill or Randy Moss or Jerry Rice previously, you're not going to get 12 or 14 targets. You might get three. You might, you know, you got to make the most.
7: You got to make the most because you don't know. I mean, like uh, in the offense we played in, you know, a lot of it was dictated by what the defense was going to give you. And, it's, and it is still today, you know, based off of defensive rotation and all that type of stuff, you can kind of feature guys as much as you want. But, you know, a lot of times it's going to be determined by what type of defense you're facing. So you better take advantage of it. So, um, you know, at least then if you make plays when they come your way, they're going to put you back in there to make plays. Yes, sir. And that's all you can you can ask for.
4: Jamie, uh, the Colts fan, said the Colts should be a topic on here with Minshew starting. They should always be a topic. All right, we'll talk about them, Jamie. They lost to the Browns. <laughs> there you go. We talked about them anything else no they lost they're (laughs) losers jamie just like my team which is why we ain't gonna talk about it uh let's get our last break in we'll come back get ready to wrap things up phillies on the board here they come and everybody's standing at citizens bank park it is three to one in the second this might be a wild game of six uh today in philadelphia astros and rangers later tonight on the buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by dub buck we'll take a break come back and wrap it up after this hit the music then (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
0: And welcome back to Pirate Radio Live. Quality equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 36 locations to serve you. Quality equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club. Or visit QualityEquipment.com to find the location near you. Today's winner is Larry Woolard out of Raleigh, and he won the shrimp taco lunch from Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. Enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak, and chicken fajitas. Burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus, ice-cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. And back to... Oh. <laughs> oh, Pirate Radio Live with our host,
4: Clip Rock.
7: There we go. All
4: right. Thank you, Joey. At first, I was like, what is this clown doing? And then the more you kept reading, I was like, this is good. This is our new voiceover guy. That was good, Joey. He's
7: trying to fit in. Yeah, I get it. Good, bro. It's pretty good, bro. That um, is Eastern North Carolina accent over there. <laughs> I had to get my Greenville in on.
4: <coughs> there you go uh jamie says i'll give it to joey that was pretty good all right you get the uh the applause from the crowd all right jason wrapping it up uh phillies trailing three to one but threatening here in the second inning and we'll keep an eye on the uh the michigan story you just read a, a quote that said this this could take down a lot of folks
7: could take down a lot of folks man smoke there's fire
4: yeah we shall see jason uh, enjoyed it man we'll see you saturday another game day coming up have a good rest of your week and we'll talk to you then man
7: all right brother take care
4: chan great job buddy on the audio joey fantastic work on the video production today thanks to big dog the whole crew here we'll talk to you tuesday we'll talk to jim Zoki poor jim calling pirate football and panthers football been a rough season for him Uh, we'll talk about it with him uh, coming up tomorrow on pirate radio live along with coach mac mike mullis and bryce williams we'll talk to you then jeff charles take us home
1: have a great time eastern carolina thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation